amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the LFC Roundtable Podcast. This is the podcast where we break down everything from the feeds. I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong, and with me today is a man who won some money, I just discovered. Brent Walgamon. How you doing, Brent? Yeah, I won some money, and I'm here to talk about Big Brother. What's going on, people? <laughs> also with me today is Melissa, who is wearing a cat shirt. Hey, how you going? How you doing, Yeah, Melissa? I am. It's Cats Against Cat Calls. Woohoo! I just got it. I'm very excited about it. Um, but yeah, we're not going to tell... The YouTube audience, what we told the live show before, right, guys? Like all the secrets we gave out, it would they won't ruin know our lives if they knew. So <laughs> it would ruin our lives. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yes, we are here live on Tuesday night at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, as we always are and always will be to argue about what's been happening on the live feeds for Big Brother 20. We are on YouTube now periscope <laughs> facebook probably and twitch so you can send questions into me on twitter at armstrong taren if you so desire let's get into this week because we talked about how uh this could be a dud week this could be the week that nothing happens that it's boring we already know the outcome it's predestined it doesn't matter uh but we did not get that week we got uh, an extremely dramatic week and i think we we mostly have to praise caitlin and fessy for giving us this uh, wonderful week. Um, I guess you can credit Brett some, uh, you know, maybe maybe Tyler uh, for this for the uh, and, and JC for those hinky votes, which uh, definitely kicked this week off nice and good. Uh, but but it's been a fun week, Brent. It has. Uh, I mean, I'm just loving this cast more and more. I am so excited about the people and even people that I am calling furniture, i.e. Angela, i.e. Casey. Uh, they are playing hard. Uh, it's just been one turn after another. Every time you think you know what's going to happen, then somebody else talks on the feeds and something else might happen. Uh, some things happen today that I did not foresee happening. And so uh, I am just really excited about the prospects of what I think will be a great season and a really great winner. And I think literally anybody in the house right now, including Rockstar, could win the game. Mm, That's a bold claim, Melissa. (laughs) How have you felt about this week? Well, first of all, in regards to that bold claim, I feel like that 
that's like the way you have to think of the show now after Josh's win last season. I feel like before that, I was always like, there are certain people who couldn't win the game. Like they won't win. And that's what I always thought. And now I'm like, you know what? All bets are off. Anybody can win. It's anyone's game. Like you can't judge anybody right off the bat and you can't count anyone out at this point. But um, in regards to this week, Sam seems to have made this week into a week that we had hoped for. Um, if anyone else who didn't know that the power is going to be used this week and what the power was, if anyone else had won HOH. But she has given this to us, even though she knows that someone is going to probably come back into the house that she's kicking out. Like, I really don't understand any of her logic this week, if there is any, um, and why she's creating so many like weird riffs and this sort of thing. It's like, it's been awesome. Yeah, it's almost like uh, against, uh, it's despite Sam, despite Sam's best efforts that we got a drama filled week because she's all about light and happiness. And, uh, you know, uh, she everything we thought Caitlin might be uh, heading into the house, life coaching. Um, but uh, that just causes more drama in the Big Brother house. We did start this week with a big bombshell, Brett calling Rockstar out in his eviction speech. Uh, and we got the now classic, uh, it's how disgusting my daughter's birthday. Uh, he ends up staying with a vote of six to five. Tyler and JC being the hinky votes there. They hid that fact. Uh, Caitlin ends up coming up with this theory that it, Sam used a power to uh, to, you know, make this uh, hinky vote stuff happen. Um, and Tyler and JC, for the most part, got away with this. Um, ultimately, uh, a lot of people are going to come down on the idea that it was probably Caitlin and Tyler who did it not JC and Tyler, and a lot of people still think that Caitlyn is in control of everything Tyler does, uh, despite him completely snowing her on this vote and uh, and everything that goes along with that, Brent. Yeah, I, I was really stunned, uh, as were you, about the uh, uh, revelations about how JC views Tyler and Caitlyn and their relationship. I was like you. I thought, oh, JC's doing a great job of covering for Tyler, saying, oh, Tyler's not a brainer. Tyler's just, he's a dummy. You know, Caitlyn's controlling him. But he really believes this. And I was i was absolutely stunned by it because I really do feel like JC's been, been playing a pretty good game and has a pretty good read on people. Uh, actually, maybe you guys can re uh, refresh my memory. I don't remember how he got on the show if he was a fan beforehand, but he's been playing pretty well for somebody who's just, you know, your run of the mill kind of guy. And uh, I was a little bit taken aback by that because I thought, basically what I was saying to myself was, JC, you should know better here. Like, I mean, Tyler is the one who you've been plotting with this entire time, but it goes back to the whole idea that Fishback always talks about how you're always the hero of your own narrative. I really think that when JC and Tyler are talking that JC thinks, you know, well, I'm the one who's coming up with this stuff and I'm the one who's directing everything. And he's just there for the ride. I think that JC thinks he's controlling things when he's talking with Tyler, not realizing that it's a bit of a two way street. Yeah, JC thinks he's more of a brainer than he really is. Uh, he really does, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, then we saw Sam win the HOH on the week that she herself is going to nullify the results for, uh, which is insanity in and of itself. Uh, people keep asking me, like, what should Sam, what should Sam be doing? What what can she do to fix this? And it's just like, I don't even know where to start with Sam. Everything she does is wrong. I don't even like I couldn't even tell you the like, where does she begin to? fix her game because there's just 
there's nothing there. There's there's nothing to fix. It's just all bad. Uh, just throw everything out. Just go back to being a robot. That's better than what you're doing right now, uh, is my advice to Sam. Uh, she immediately wants to put Caitlin and Haley up on the block because of their uh, behavior uh, regarding the men in the house. Um, Melissa, have you have you gotten to to talk about this yet? No, I haven't. And it's very frustrating to see that. Uh, you know, I understand, I guess, the Caitlyn thing, just if she wants to go off of the whole you have a boyfriend, like, don't do this, whatever. But Haley is doing nothing wrong at all. Um, and, you know, if Caitlyn didn't have a boyfriend, I would say Caitlyn's not doing anything wrong either. But, you know, I, I, I just was so over the whole Sam thing when she did that, I was offended for them. I mean, to say that you don't have self-respect, it's it's just I it's not a good look for Sam at all to be calling these girls out on these things. And who is Sam to judge, you know, I mean, what these girls are doing in the house and, and or their strategies. It's like, honestly, it was it wasn't empowering. It wasn't, you know, like Caitlin said, even it wasn't women helping women and women lifting up women. It was just awful. It, I'm not a, I was, I was, I mean, after Sam did that, I was very over her. You might say it's the opposite of female empowerment. Um, <laughs> so. I would say that. Yeah. Uh, she doesn't want to tell anyone her noms beforehand, though. She says no one-on-ones this week. Nobody's allowed in my HOH room when I'm not present. She really is going to lay down the law for her HOH. She does end up putting Caitlin and Haley up on the block, as we mentioned. Um, and they were upset about her comments, uh, and rightfully so. Then we got into the next, uh, you know, so the first the first segment of the week where the strategy didn't really matter was uh, hunting for these hinky votes, uh, the drama between Brett and Rockstar, the the pots, the pans, the micro penises. Uh, then we got Sam and her crazy HOH speeches uh, and or, or nomination speech and, and, and the drama that that caused. Then we had the saga with Fessy and the veto where he is afraid that he's going to be backdoored by Sam if he doesn't win the veto. So he needs to make sure that he plays in the veto and wins it, even though in order to make sure he plays in the veto, he has to promise both Haley and uh, Caitlin that he will use it on him on them. If he wins, Uh, this is going to cause some major drama between him and Caitlin when Haley ends up being the person that picks him to play. And then when he wins, he is thinking he wants to use the veto on Haley and not Caitlin. Uh, Brent, have you been enjoying uh, or hating watching uh, Caitlin berate Fessy for hours on end? I have been hating. Uh, I mean, it's just because it's like beating a dead horse. And someone even tweeted out earlier that uh, that's how it is with her. She just will not let it go. And she, you know, at this point, she's gone on to, well, you know, aren't you even going to vote for me? Like the least you could do is vote for me at this point. You weren't going to use the veto on me. He's like, he just won't take a stand with her again. I I think it's very much what you said before with it's like the side piece, like he wants Haley, but he's also cool having Caitlin around to flirt with because she gives him more attention. But on the other hand, she's a bit of a handful and he'd rather have Haley. It's just, it's such a mess and it's all caused by Fessy's hormones. And it's really, but we haven't even talked, which I'm sure we'll get to Fessy's whole conversation with Haley when he eventually did use the veto on her leading up to that. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think I've been on the podcast since that happened. That was a, I mean, I'll just, let's just talk about it now. It was really fucking gross. It was really terrible. Okay. Like Bessie, I like, I'm all for flirting and, you know, Allison, 
uh, from uh, Big Brother 4, you know, flirting your way through the game. That's all great. Being a man eater or, you know, showing off your muscles, whatever. All cool. But to literally like corner somebody within the game and demand romantic favors from them or uh, absolutes in order to better their place in the game was just a bridge too far for me. And maybe it's rubbing me the wrong way. Cause Fessy's always the one who's trying to get into Haley's pants and Haley's the one always trying to stop him. Um, I'm trying to like, you know, ask myself what I feel this way. If it, it was a man, if this was a woman doing this to a man and I would feel like, I, I feel like Sorry. we, we have seen that. Caitlin has basically done very similar things with Tyler. She's been less explicit about it, but she's talked about it basically in code. Um, so, and, and I think that, you know, that is equally, uh, I mean, not, maybe not equally, but that is also gross. Um, and, and, uh, I think that, I think that it's gross all around for sure. Uh, Melissa, how, did you have any feelings about Fessy in this whole scenario? I, yeah, I felt like he handled it really poorly. I think that the easiest way and the way we've seen it done before is if you want to use the veto on, on one person, but you are supposed to be using it on both people, then you just say, whoever picks me, whoever draws me for the veto competition, yep. I'm going to give it to them. That's just the simplest way to do it. I mean, you just have to say that. I mean, clearly it worked out in this case because Haley, you know, I mean, obviously, if it didn't work out this way, he'd have to like rearrange the strategy. But at this point, Haley picks him. Haley okay, is like Caitlin. I'm Haley picked me. I was playing for her, so I'm using it on Haley. And then, like, conversation over. Not to mention the fact that, like, I mean, I do like his arguments where he's saying, "Look, you know, the first week you flipped the vote, the second week you got out swaggy, and the third week you might have flipped the vote." We still don't know so that like that why would he use it on her why would he save her it makes sense you know his argument that like you're you're not a loyal you know player as much as you say oh you know you're my best friend which i hate by the way that they literally have been saying that to everybody in the house is uh-huh. but you're my best friend in this house you're my best friend oh he's my best friend but you're also my best friend it's like you can't have that you can't have that many best friends just say that you're working with them say that you like them whatever but stop calling them all your best friends you it's are so my annoying. best friend but my other best friend is also on the block and you took out my other best friend last week so like what am i supposed to do when you're all my best friends that's exactly what it is it's so annoying so yeah it's just been like it's been a little much i think a little much yeah, and, and this idea that like uh, that that, Kay, uh, that Haley is not allowed to uh, play with the guy's hair because what she's spoken for, like I, I don't understand that. Uh, you know, obviously, the, you know they do not have the kind of relationship. Uh, not there really shouldn't be any kind of relationship where you demand that you uh, that the other person stop doing something or else you're not going to do something for them. Uh, that's that's not a healthy relationship to begin with and uh and this is not even anywhere near the kind of relationship where that should even be a discussion point at all uh and it all and, and especially on a week where sam was implying that hey that Haley's behavior was wrong instead of like backing Haley up in that situation he kind of mm-hmm. reinforces the idea by being like well you know i don't like that behavior i would want you to stop doing that if i were to help you out um it's just it's really gross all around brent it's so awful. Sorry to like cut Brent off, no, but I, I it's just it's really awful. And I hate the fact like what. OK, 
initially I was like, maybe there's an explanation for this. Maybe Sam didn't really say it in that way. Like maybe she means something else, but she said it in a like way that wasn't exactly accurate. And then she goes on and her logic is worse when she describes, when she explains herself, when she talks about how, well, he's a man, he can't help himself. It's like, okay, that is ridiculous. You're sitting there. Like if she had said, look, I don't like the guys doing it either. Like if she had just said that, then I'd be like, okay, all right. As long as everybody's in it together, but she, she doesn't care about the guys doing it. She thinks that they just can't help themselves. And that is just gross. Yeah. Uh, So Fessy does end up using the veto on Haley, which causes uh, part uh, the next part, the next part of the drama of this week, the final part, I think, um, or at least potentially uh, where Sam would not tell anybody who the replacement was going to be. She implied that it might be Rockstar, but she also implied that she might not want to do Rockstar. And apparently we still don't know for sure exactly how this went down, but apparently she was looking at JC. She was implying that she was about to put him up on the block, saying that she was going to put her best friend up on the block because she knew she he'd be safe and then he said no don't do this this is a bad idea please don't don't do this uh and she changed her mind in the middle of the ceremony and decided to put up rockstar instead and now rockstar is up on the block uh, so now she's made more enemies <laughs> yeah. i honestly don't understand it it's just awful yes yeah, so well I would also say really quickly that uh, far be it for me to praise a lampshade, but uh, I thought Angela did some good Mm. work uh, beforehand because no one was really getting through to Sam insofar as targeting Rockstar or putting Rockstar up on the block as a replacement nominee. I felt like until Angela talked to her and made some points that really resonated with Sam in that she said that, well, you know, jury's coming up pretty soon. And if we keep Rockstar here, we're essentially keeping her from her family. And that won't be good because she doesn't have a shot to win the game. You know, contrary to what I'm contending right now. <laughs> and uh, she, we know she doesn't have a shot to win the game. And so w- what's the point then? Why, why would we do that to, to a mother like that? Let her go home to be with her kids. Now, let me say that I think that's, freaking terrible logic and I, I would be offended by that if i was in the house however i think you as far as angela is trying to get sam to nominate rockstar i'm totally fine with it for game purposes so uh, i i really liked what she did there i don't know if it ultimately did mean a hill of beans difference because sam is not a good talker and we don't know what ultimately swayed her and as you said she at one point it looked like she was going to nominate jc almost tried to and then and then changed her mind so i don't know how much influence that Angela's talk with her had, but I, I do want to praise it a little bit in that of the talks that she had about Rockstar, that seemed to be the one that carried the most water for me. Well, and, and I honestly think that even the more effective part of that conversation was when Angela said that Rockstar was a bully and that she bullied Brett and that she needs to be punished for that. I think that really resonates with Sam because uh, Sam doesn't want to send Rockstar home, but maybe she did deserve to be punished by being put on the block because of uh, some of her behavior uh, with the pots and pans and all of that. Um, so uh, Angela definitely did have uh, some some level of influence, even though, as, as we mentioned, uh, it looked like JC might be the nomination there, uh, despite any of that stuff um so uh rockstar goes up on the block uh and after all of that sam then tells them all about 
the power uh, that there will be a chance for the person who leaves this week to return to the game because she had this power to use on anyone she wanted, but it expired last week for herself. And now it will be automatically uh, given to the person who is evicted this week. They are all speculating what this could mean. Some of them think that means there's a battle back and that uh, potentially, you know, uh, other people might be able to battle their way back in. Some people think that it means there might be some kind of vote. There might be some kind of challenge that they need to win to get back into the game. Maybe they need to compete against some of the current house guests, but they are not sure. And so they are planning for this week to be a regular week, not knowing for sure whether or not they are actually going to return. So we are getting some actual strategy out of the week after all. Um, And with Rockstar and Caitlyn up on the block, it's actually looking very interesting. We have yet another split vote. Um, First of all, JC was very upset about the fact that he almost went on the block. Fessy did not give him a heads up that he was going to use the veto. So uh, JC was pretty annoyed at Fessy. Um, and he is very, very anti Caitlyn, as we talked about at the beginning of the recap. Uh, he thinks that Tyler is it, like just totally uh, snowed by Caitlyn. He thinks that Tyler will do anything Caitlyn tells him to do. And he needs Caitlyn gone if he wants Tyler to be fully on his side in or in his mind. So he is dead set on on removing Caitlyn from the game. Uh, meanwhile, the level six people have come to the conclusion that they want to keep Caitlyn in the game. They know Rockstar is against them. They feel like Caitlyn can be swayed to their side. They think that Caitlyn would likely stay anyway, so they might as well vote for her. And Rachel thinks that uh, Rockstar, uh, if she stays, will remain a target for the guys in the alliance, meaning that they'll lose two women if Caitlyn and then Rockstar leave, as opposed to if Rockstar goes now, they might target somebody like Scotty or Fessy in the future, which would mean a man would leave, which is great for Rachel because she's all about the women. Um, and then, of course, the Faute side is just completely done with Caitlyn at this point. They want her gone. They would much prefer Rockstar to stay, even though they don't particularly trust her, which leads us to what's looking like potentially a 5-5 vote where uh, Sam would break the tie to evict Caitlyn. Um, but it might not stay that way, Melissa. Yeah, what I don't understand is why if they think that the person will, well, might come back into the house, why aren't they trying to do a unanimous vote? I feel like what they should be doing is being like, we need to make sure we're all voting the same. So that way, whoever comes back can't be pissed at one side and not pissed at the other side. I, I don't know why. They, I mean, if that if that if I was in the House, I'd be like, I need to make sure I'm on the right side of the vote in this one. Like, there's no way I can be on the wrong side of the vote. And I don't want it to be a tie because then I'm I'm going to be on the wrong side of the vote anyway. Like I, I just, it just I don't like the idea that they're not trying for that. And I feel like they should be trying to do a unanimous vote to get out Caitlin, but have Tyler vote be the one vote for Caitlin. So that way, when she comes back in the house, she will be like unbelievably loyal to him. Is that that's what's been like cooking in my head. And I feel like no one else is really like working on that in the house. Well, well I, I think it's a little bit weird because, uh, you know, they 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 don't know exactly what the ramifications are of this uh, chance to come back into the house. I feel like if they knew what we know, they might even have more incentive to continue to hold fast and s- split the vote and line up behind their sides. Because, you know, Tyler has every reason to want to show his loyalty and he wants his side to continue to show loyalty to Kaylin right now. And whether she stays or goes, first of all, if she stays. That's good because he can continue to manipulator if she goes and comes back at least they voted for her to stay so i sort of get where everybody's coming from i guess maybe i have i have less sense of the foul side of things and why they're doing what they're doing because 
I, I don't feel like Rockstar is the kind of person that's going to hold a grudge. <laughs> I, I mean, with them, you know, I know she could with yeah. Brett, but I do think I do I do think she would be more forgiving of the people that are on her side. But I may have that wrong. Well, uh, I also think she wouldn't go work with the other side. Exactly. Yeah. So I think, like, I, even if Faute was like, you know, we gotta we gotta just vote with the majority, which I think that they should be doing is just. If I'm on Faute and I'm like, we've been on the wrong side of the vote every single time. The person who's leaving this week could come back. I would be going to the other side being like, all right, what's the deal? What are we all doing as a group? Like, because I just feel like they already know they're on the, the losing side of the vote each week. And and it, they should just go and make it unanimous this week. And Rockstar is not going to work with the other side if she comes back. So yeah. it just it doesn't make sense to me why they're still like, you know what, we're just going to try for it because that hasn't been working every single week. Well, I do think to Bailey's credit, I think that's what she's thinking about this week. And we did get a conversation recently before uh, the uh, the uh, roundtable started where she was talking to Scotty and it did seem like they were starting to come around to the idea that maybe they should be keeping Caitlin in the game. Maybe they should flip to make sure they're on the right side of the numbers uh, for many of the reasons that you just described. Yeah, but the one problem with that is that then they're then if Rockstar comes back, she's not going to trust those those two. I feel like they need to make sure that Faute votes together on that side of the house. Like otherwise, there's people being called out as like, you know, unless they're going to do that whole hinky vote thing again and just lie about their votes the whole time. Well, I don't know. But see, I think the logic applies that uh, that Rockstar is not going to go after Scotty and Bailey. Rockstar will always be after uh, Brett and Tyler and that other side, even if Bailey and Scotty flip on them. And at the same time, by letting people like Fessy and uh, and Haley vote Caitlin out, it ensures that Caitlin is focused on them instead of Bailey and Scotty. Um, um, who voted to keep her. So I actually do like the move on their part. Um, I think that it actually does have a, a decent amount of value. Uh, and, and so they were talking about this. Uh, it's actually, I think a lot of uh, credit needs to go to Casey as well. Casey uh, and, and, and Rachel and Angela, um, but probably Casey uh, the most um, for really uh, getting into Bailey's ear and, and trying to like get her on board to potentially keep Caitlin in the game. Another part of why sh- uh, Bailey and Scotty were, uh, were thinking about this uh, was that, uh, you know, they know that JC is one of the votes they have to rely on. And JC is telling them, you know, Fessy might flip on us. And so they were like, is JC just going to flip on us? Are we going to get the rug pulled out from under us again and then find out that we're on the wrong side of the vote and now Caitlin is still here and she's going to come at us hard? Uh, you know, let's let's, you know, preempt that. Let's try and get ahead of this. Let's try to work with these three women on this other side. Uh, the logic in terms of uh, they how much they think they can trust the women on level in level six, I think, is uh, bad. Um, I think that they <laughs> trust them too much. However, I think the move in general is good and I think it will put them in a good spot moving forward uh, they just need to kind of realize that they need to be better at pulling those women away from the men I do think it's possible especially Rachel um, but uh, but if they don't know it exists it'll be hard to uh, to make that happen but they are going to be in a position to do it if they uh, if they continue with this path and potentially vote to keep Caitlyn which would make the vote 7-3 to three. Caitlyn stays Rockstar goes to compete in this puzzle whatever it's not it's going to be to potentially get back into the game, um, which I think would be uh, if she fails. I think that would be funny because I don't think they expect them to fail. Uh, and if she gets back into the game, I think it'll be funny because she'll be pissed again. Right, Brent? Uh, 
I think so. Yes. I'm sorry. I have been, this, this is really a f- fantastic. You know, we, I think we keep things a little more chill on the round table. There is a girl. I assume it's a girl. It could be a guy in the uh, chat. Uh, her name is Peggy. And then she has just been cons- consistently saying, Taryn, I love you. Taryn, I have such a crush on you. Taryn, you're amazing. I love wow, you. Taryn. Taryn. And then of course, I said something about it. And then she started, she threw in an occasional, Oh, Brent, I love you too. Oh, which of uh, whatever. Uh, and so you're then like, she, wow, not enough, Brent. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so then she kept doing, and I told her, I said, you know, honey, knock it off. Like, this is like, we're talking about strategy here. Okay. But then she continued to do it. So I put her in detention, which is, uh, is uh, what it's what I call silence for five minutes here. And then it hit me. It's the spirit of Caitlin. <laughs> like, that is what's happening. <laughs> I mean, what I got from this story is that uh, somebody was being too nice to me in the chat, and you so you decided to uh, to delete their messages. A, a little too nice to you in the chat. I mean, it just is a little creepy, a little stalker. Okay, like, I don't okay. mind. I, I believe you. Okay, let's say you know that uh, Terrence cute. Oh, how hot he is today. Oh, oh that it happens all the time. No big deal. But when you say it, you know, freaking fifteen times, and I'm not making a, I'm not making a joke. That we're talking Caitlin levels of obsession here. Oh my. I, I I thought maybe we have a little bit of a problem so i decided to put them in detention i'm sure she'll Before come back Taryn can see it i'm <laughs> just uh, yes i'm but. just i'm just glad i have my my own personal version of sam to protect me from the feminine wiles of the Thank chat you. yes uh, <laughs> I, for you. I just can't help myself so uh it's it's really down to brent to protect me um, <laughs> uh, so uh so yeah it's uh right now it's looking like the vote is potentially uh seven to three do you think it's gonna stay that way brent no, I don't. I do think that Bailey and Scotty will probably end up telling their alliance if they decide they're going to go that direction. Look, you know, we're going to vote this way. JC's not going to be happy about it. I expect JC to try to pull them back to try to evict Caitlin. And he might be successful in doing so. I don't know. Um, I, they're going to have to make a decision how they want to play this. I know that there have been some people talking on Twitter about how Bailey could potentially take the place of JC within this alliance. By the way, I also think that level six is making a huge mistake by not offering the level six alliance to JC. Right. I mean, look, they they lost Winston. This would be so natural for them to, you know, to say, you know what? Okay. We need JC's vote this week. We don't have JC's vote. They're not counting on Bailey and Scotty. Let's go to JC. Let's like Casey and Brett. Let's say you pull JC in, you talk to him, you know, Tyler will come into the room and we'll all form an alliance quote unquote, and we'll call it, Oh, I don't know. Level six. And, you know, that might be a way to get JC back in the fold if he feels like he's part of something. Having said that, he is a headstrong little bitch and he likes to have his way. So I don't know that even something like that will make him change his mind. But I do think they're missing an opportunity by not doing it. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I did suggest that in one of the morning updates, and I do think it could be effective. I, I, I think the one worry is JC is a little bit out there. He is kind of uh, he he has revealed some information. Um, so, you know, you've got a thing that's working pretty well. It's uh, you know, you've got people that are pretty tight lipped. And then to bring JC in on that might disturb that balance. Um, but uh, but it is a, an interesting idea. Uh, my, Michael in the chat brought up that uh, I, I apparently need one of those no cat call t-shirts as well uh, <laughs> melissa so if you could just point yeah. me in the right direction um 
Just wear it every podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, so let's let's talk about the uh, the state of the house here. Where do people fall now? Uh, obviously, we've been talking about level six, who are now level five, but they're still calling themselves level six. Uh, level six. Yeah. Yes. Uh, they've got Tyler, Casey, Rachel, Angela, Brett. They're still together. They're still working well together. Um, and the the difference is that um, that they now kind of they have JC a bit more loosely attached. He'd been working for them for a while, but this week he is working against them. Uh, And that's uh, that's kind of dangerous for them. And so he's not quite as attached as he used to be. And Sam is kind of the same thing where Sam has kind of proven herself this week to be a complete wild card. She did not accept any direct influence from them whatsoever. And she could prove to go against them depending on where her uh, emotional state is pointing her. Um, So I think that, you know, we've Previously talked about JC and Sam being tightly, uh, you know, a tight, tight part of the level six uh, influence sphere, but uh, they're a lot more loose now than they have been before. Caitlin is uh, uh, an interesting story as well, because depending on what happens with this vote, they might be able to finally like fully pull Caitlin in. But at the same time, I don't know if it's possible to fully pull Caitlin in. And uh, and even right now, she's kind of just in between. Um, I I don't know if I would ever count Caitlin to be on a side period. So um, they see value in Caitlin, but I wouldn't call her a part of the level six side. Tyler was having conversations earlier today with Casey about the possibility of sending Caitlin out, or even mm-hmm. if Caitlin comes back, sending her out again the next week because he's had it up to here with her. I think like he's, he's at a delicate crossroads in his game. Tyler, what I'm talking about, because he has somebody who he can easily influence and who can uh, do things for him in the game. And basically he, he wasn't lying when he says, you know, jump. And she says how high that's probably a pretty accurate demonstration however i do feel like she could potentially still be manipulated by other people if she thinks that tyler is playing her because that was the one thing about swaggy that she didn't like the thing that she kept repeating to fessy was well swaggy kept saying that he ran the group well you know of course we're all we're on the on the outside going like well big big whoop like what, what what the hell but that was so against her line of thinking because she's like i will not be played by some man i'm gonna make my own decisions so if I'm she gonna ever get played felt, by another man yeah exactly <laughs> if she if she felt that she really was being played like if she found out that tyler was the vote this past week and he lied to her face or at least didn't you know uh, affirm what she thinks that he did affirm when he said, you know, I would never do that when she asked him to swear on his dad's grave. Uh, I mean, I feel like that uh, there's nothing like a woman scorned. So uh, I, 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 I would not want to play with fire. I think Tyler probably does need to get rid of her sooner than later. I do not think it's a good idea to bring her in because she still has, she's still very friendly with the people in Falte. And I, I don't feel like she would necessarily target any of them easily. I, I I'm, you know, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. I, Go ahead. Sorry, I'm just like, I'm just like cracking up because poor Peggy has come back to the chat room being like, I am so sorry over and over again. All good, Aww. Peggy. He's really hot. It's okay, I know. Peggy. Yeah. She's being bullied by Brent. Uh, I know, yeah. poor Peggy. She's so sad now. Um, yeah, Tyler actually even said today something along the lines of like, uh, yeah, I... 
I, you know, I'm going to I'm really going to go for it in the goodbye message to Caitlin oh, yeah. if she's pre jury. Uh, she's going to hate me so much, but I'm just so done with her. Uh, so ready for it. Oh, he was living. He was living his best gonna life. It's going to be yeah. so good. It's going to be so good. I can't wait for that moment. Now I'm kind of hoping that she does go pre jury because otherwise we're not going to get that moment. Um, but uh, but yeah, unfortunately for him, even though he kind of did think about like maybe we should get Caitlin out this week. Um, it is kind of a situation where it's like she's probably not going to go this week anyway. Um, so you might as well take out the person who's less likely to, to return that, you know, is definitely against you and then keep her on on board until maybe the next opportunity to take her out. Um, but but again, it's a spot where it's like Tyler ha- might have bigger problems when uh, people like Haley uh, and Scotty um, and, and even and Bailey, Bailey to some extent uh, are kind of after him. But at this again, at the same time, they're more after Caitlin. Uh, they would probably target Caitlyn over Tyler at this point. So she is a good meat shield. She is a good person to have as an, uh, as somebody that he can influence, but she just drives him insane. And I absolutely can like feel for him in that spot. And I don't think I'd have the patience to keep her. I think I would get rid of her this week and, uh, and say a terrible goodbye message. And you know, that's, that's where my failing would be in this game. Cause I don't, <laughs> I just don't think I could do it. Melissa. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, don't. I just, Oh, go ahead. Sorry, you were frozen Sorry. for a second, Melissa. Go ahead. I know. It's okay. Don't worry. I, I just was going to say, like, I just don't understand. Like, I mean, I get why Tyler is so frustrated with her and everything, but he's talking about like, giving her a bad goodbye message and all this sort of stuff. And it's just like, Tyler's one of the few people who knows that, like, whoever's going out, or at least he was, now everyone kind of knows, but he knows more about it than everyone else, but that it's not a battle back. But he he's one of the few people who knows that whoever's going out is coming back in. Like, I don't know why he's not playing this week more cautiously. I feel like he needs to be, you know, more, more towards Caitlin. Just, you know, I'm in this with you. I want to vote with you, whatever. Cause he knows that she's probably going to come back or Rockstar's well, going to come back. I just, I guess, I mean, it's so easy though, because remember how we were week one, when we read this card from Sam and we saw there's a chance to come back in the house and we're like, well, what the hell does that mean? We have no idea what that means. And then we got, you know, confirmation from Vegas about it's a puzzle. And then we had that screenshot on, on the live show about what would have been the challenge. So, you know, they, have less information than what we have. And remember, Tyler did not see the card. Sam saw the card. Tyler didn't see it. So he doesn't know exactly what it said. He's just working under these. And, and two, they've had a battle back the last couple of years. So I think Tyler, you know, as being a fan of the show is probably thinking there is some sort of battle back. Well, I think he's you thinking know. there's not a battle back because Sam was going to come I back know. the first week. So, But he also thinks- can't rule it out because he's like, well, there could be a battle back, but maybe the person who's evicted get uh like an extra advantage in the challenge or something like that like I mean, they do on survivor where they give like an advantage or something so like, I, mean, ahead, like I, I think tyler is handling it like he's working to to keep caitlin in the game i think he's giving her enough like i think she'll be happy with tyler especially if they pull off a split vote where fessy and Haley end up voting against her um i think that she'll have nowhere else to turn but to tyler as the guy that that kept her in the house um so like i i don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with with how he's handling her so far uh, it's just a matter of like how long can he you know uh keep up this endurance That's- competition <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of where i'm at with him right now like i think for his own personal sanity and other his other 
personal relationships within the game. Like, I mean, you only have so much social currency to spend in the big brother house. And I do feel like he spends an inordinate amount on Caitlin and maintaining that relationship. Obviously right now, Caitlin is a little preoccupied with Fessy and, you know, trying to get his vote and trying to beat him over the head about the fact that he didn't use the veto and he promised and he said he would. But I do feel like once this week passes that she's eventually going to be back in Tyler's lap. If that's if she's not in bed with, Brett giving him a hand job, which is apparently what happened last night. So, uh, yeah, but we can get to that later. Sorry. What, <laughs> what's funny about the whole Tyler thing is that the only reason anybody wants to target Tyler is because of Caitlin, because they think that Caitlin is Tyler and they think that Tyler is Caitlin. And so they think that like, oh, well, we'd put up Tyler next to Caitlin, but Caitlin is our big target. She's the mastermind. He's the puppet. We need to we need to get Tyler out because, I mean, he's good at competitions and he'll do whatever Caitlin says. Um, and so it's it's almost like if he's able to if he's able to keep her in the game long enough that she goes out before him, he might be able to uh, blend in and just kind of be like, well, now, now I'll just be loyal to somebody else. And yeah. I feel like people are receptive to that idea. I don't necessarily know if I agree with that. I do feel like there are people like Haley and, and uh, uh, Bailey Rockstar who all would feel a little bit more threatened by Tyler specifically and would put up Tyler and Brett or Tyler and Caitlin or Tyler and Sam. But it's always Tyler, Tyler, Tyler. Bailey has had this argument with Rockstar where she feels like Caitlyn is the bigger threat and that she, you know, she her plan would be to backdoor Caitlyn and that right. she feels like and, and she has specifically said the only reason she doesn't feel good about Tyler is because of his connection to Caitlyn and that once Caitlyn is gone, there might be something there. Um, so, uh, you know, Bailey's one of the main people I'm talking about in regards to that. Uh, and that's kind of that idea has kind of infected Haley as well, where she is obviously kind of sketched out about Tyler. But um, but a lot of that comes from from the fact that she's sketched out about uh, Caitlyn. Rockstar is the only one that's like actually like actually anti Tyler and Brett. But the, and then the problem is that she's actually more anti Brett than she is anti Tyler at the moment. Um, so, it, you know, it, it, I do think for the most part, uh, Caitlyn is the main reason that Tyler is being targeted. And the 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 situation where he might be in danger over her is if she happens to like win the veto or something goes wrong with the back door. And then he's the next best thing to take a shot at Caitlyn. Um, that could get him in trouble. Uh, but uh, but, you know, I, I you know, I think that that uh, it's kind of hard to see that happening, Melissa. It is just so wild to me how they think that Caitlin is the mastermind. I mean, she must be doing an amazing job to convince them that she is this like very intelligent. Like, I mean, the fact that she went against her own self-interest to get swaggy out, you would think they'd be like, there must've been someone in her ear. There must've been something, but she must've been doing such an amazing job of convincing everyone that you know, Swaggy was mean to me and I needed to get him out. And this is for me and me alone. And no one else convinced me of this because you'd think that the only logical explanation is that someone else was in her ear. Oh, who was up in the HOH room with her, her all week? Tyler. You, I mean, I don't understand how that's not. And the fact that people are thinking that Tyler is just a total dummy is crazy to me because Tyler talks game with people. It's not like he just sits there like duh, duh, duh. he literally he talks game with everyone. And to then leave that conversation and think to yourself, this guy's a dummy and he has no idea what he's talking about. That's that's crazy to me that they leave those conversations thinking that he 
he's being manipulated. I, I don't know. Yeah. And, and so I think it, this is a good time to talk about, uh, the, the, the Caitlin has feelings for people, uh, controversy in the house right now, oh because, uh, JC has figured this out that Caitlin told Fessy that she has feelings for him. And then he found out from Tyler that she, ha- she told Tyler that he, uh, she has feelings for him and that she even went as far as to tell Tyler that Fessy told her that he has feelings for her. Um, and so uh, JC got all of that information. And JC is the one really, really trying to push this narrative of Tyler's a dummy and he's being controlled by Caitlin because he believes it. Um, because when he goes to Tyler saying we need to get rid of Caitlin, Tyler's going, no, dude, I don't worry. I've got her like I, I, I like you don't need to worry about this. And JC's like, you're getting played. You're not a brainer. <laughs> <laughs> you're not a brainer where do you get that word from i've never heard that before this it's like some uh i don't know if it's some sort of like spanglish word like you mixed an english and a spanish word together and got brainer i've just i've never heard that as a term within a reality show game Melissa. I, f- I feel like it or might whoever. come from the phrase no brainer so he's like you're no brain like you're no brain <laughs> like you know what i mean like, <laughs> you're not a brainer <laughs> <laughs> I just think that it's so funny to me how like both of those sides are trying to convince them. They're convinced that they're right. And they're trying to convince the other person that they're right. So like JC's like, I'm looking out for your best interest. You're being played like your poor heart is going to get broken. And Tyler's trying sitting there like, I'm not into her. I don't know how else to say that. And JC's like, oh, you like poor thing. You just are being so played right now. You think you're just saying that, but I know you're in love. It's like, no, he's not in love. Like, I, I can just imagine. I mean, the, both sides are trying to help the other person. And it's just it's so funny to watch. It's it's also like infuriating because you want to be like, like, shake the other person like you are so wrong, but you can't. Right. Well, and JC is really intractable whenever he gets set in his ways. Mm -hmm. And that combined with the fact that Tyler has done such a great job in putting out this idea that, you know, uh, that Caitlin is the mastermind and he's just sort of the dumb tag along or something like that. I mean, Haley has talked to him about the fact that people always talk about them together, but in some ways, uh, many people do think of Caitlin as the mastermind, even though it really is Tyler, like the level six people are in on the joke. Like they understand that Caitlin is just the neurotic that Tyler can basically say jump. And she says how high, but everybody else in the house, they're not, they're not so sure about, you know, who's calling the shots and who has real feelings for who. And are those feelings reciprocated because they don't see everything that we see. So I understand why there might be some confusion about it. I do think it's funny that Tyler's own closest alliance member besides Casey in JC doesn't even believe him when he's telling him the truth. Yes, uh, and they are having an argument as we speak about this very subject. Um, they, uh, JC is trying to, is telling Tyler that he's weak minded and that, uh, <laughs> that, you know, he needs to keep Rockstar, um, that he will be able to protect Tyler from Rockstar. Uh, and Tyler is telling JC, uh, if you vote against these, uh, these, these girls, uh, meaning the level six people, uh, they're gonna think you're on the other side. 
Um, uh, J- Tyler essentially trying to like tell JC like you're kind of on the wrong side of this and uh, and you're going to get in trouble. But JC's not really hearing it uh, because uh, he's 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 not. He says uh, Rockstar's not coming for you. Um, and and Tyler says Caitlin's not coming for you. <laughs> and uh, and JC says I don't care if Caitlin's coming for me. I want her out because this is better for me and you. And what he means is better for me because you she won't be influencing you uh, because he still thinks that. Um, but JC found out this stuff about uh, Caitlin telling both Fessy and Tyler about her feelings uh, and he ended up telling Fessy about this. Uh, so Fessy now knows that Caitlin was double dealing. Uh, JC wanted to uh, orchestrate a meeting between Fessy and Tyler to discuss this, which would be a fantastic meeting if it happens. Um, he also told Bailey uh about this who then told casey um so it's starting to make the rounds uh kind of waiting for this to spread it enough that it gets back to either tyler or caitlin i think that would be fun as well uh but uh but yes caitlin um you know i've talked about it extensively on the updates has just been you know crapping on fessy all week long i thought i thought you were my best friend yeah did you do this can i like by the way uh can i just ask really quickly i i love you to death you know i do but can you please stop doing that voice like i just can't stand it anymore like i, I don't know Brian. i don't know Brian. Just, like, people the people seem her. to love it just quote her and then because it goes on and on but Bray, you're his best friend how could you and do you're betraying to me, him how could you how do could this you i thought we were best friends this is so mean <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm not sending either one of you a Christmas card right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love when I find something that gets under Brent's skin. Uh, <laughs> I'm literally listening to the update, going, "Okay, you can stop now. We get it." <laughs> Guess who's guess who's gonna be the most recurring character on the updates? Right? <laughs> I love today's update because today's update was only you. Yeah. So you know, just you had more time to do the voice. <laughs> oh yes, uh, I played out the whole thing. Uh, all right. Speaking of truth. Yes, I'm standing up for Brent. Thank you. Little uh, little children podcasters everywhere are looking up to me and uh, and my excellent, very accurate uh, impressions of these people. Um, and uh, and Brent's sitting here like, oh, why are you doing the voice? Um, all right. So Caitlin is frustrating to me because I feel like when she speaks seriously and she speaks strategically, I I can really get into her. I mean, I like what she's doing and what she says and the way she says it. And I, and I can, you know, see it, but it, I just feel like maybe 75% of the time she's like crying to a, a guy and that's where I, she loses me. And, you know, it's frustrating because I really didn't see that happening first week or even second week. I mean, I saw her crying, but I was like, I get it. I, I was any sort of emotion. <laughs> I cry, but, um, I, I just don't like the cry to get your way about something like crying to somebody about something. It just feels like she's always the victim of whatever. Instead, she should be turning that around and going to people like, look, you've got to keep me blah, 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 Mm -hmm. you know, gaming it rather than just crying and being like, why did you do that? Like, okay, he did it. It's over the move on, figure something else out. 
Yes. Yeah, uh, I, I will say. Oh, go ahead. Fire, go ahead. Fireworks on the feeds right now. Yes, yeah, so I yeah. uh, JC telling Tyler, you're thinking with your dick right now, your micro penis. Uh, and Tyler responds, I'm not, bro. I don't have an effing ounce of feelings for that dumb girl. I know I can control her. She's a effing puppet for me. I got her dumb ass to flip on Swaggy. Listen to me, JC. <laughs> I mean, I feel like if I was in Tyler's position, I'd do the same thing because I'd be like infuriated that he's like keeps like harping on this that I have feelings for. I'd be like, that is enough. I would probably blow up, too. I'm so mad that Caitlin was not like around the corner or something to hear that. I just I I really I'm really pissy about that. I need that to get back to her somehow. Please, 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 for the love of God. Oh, man, (laughs) it's uh, he's uh, he like uh, he's finally letting some of that steam off. Like that, 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 you know, it's been just been brewing in him as Caitlin has uh, been brewing because he has just been, you know, like like when people come up to him and say, you know, oh, where the people are thinking about you and Caitlin as a duo, as a showmance. And he's been trying to like turn down that flame. Like we're not in a showman's guy. She has a boyfriend at home. We're just friends. Da, 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 da. But Caitlin makes it almost impossible by her behavior because, you know, she's very touchy, feely, physical with many people. Uh, and uh, it just, it's not, a, it's a, it, basically his excuse that she has a boyfriend doesn't even hold water with the housemates anymore because half of them don't even believe she has a boyfriend at this point. Mm-hmm. It's very true. Uh, and I, I guess we should, uh, you know, Brent, you, you, you mentioned the uh, the Brett Caitlin situation from last night. Um, did, did you did you want to talk about it? Because I, I personally feel like uh, this is probably uh, as as it usually is kind of like an overblown. I doubt uh, I doubt this I, was I what people clarify, are saying it was. Yes. But. I will clarify. Okay, first of all, I don't. Given what Caitlin has done in the house, I don't feel like she has a lot of room for me to. Uh, I'll, I'll just say, it's, it, for me to joke about it, it's okay. So she was in bed with Brett, who she, again she supposedly hates, but now she's in bed with him. Fine, uh, her choice. She it here. It, I'll say this: it looked to me as though she moved her hand in order to. Uh, uh, jack him off, and uh, that's what Whoa. it looked like to me. In, in bed, and he, like, it, it, it didn't really go anywhere. That's what happened. And then later on, he did his own business by himself, fine, whatever. But uh, she, like, it looked to me like there was more there than what some people, some people are like, there was nothing there. And to me, it's like, there wasn't nothing there. But there also wasn't something there, if that makes sense. Does that, does that, is, do you guys get that or not? Yeah. Like, okay. Thank you. <laughs> I, I think that's fair. All right. Uh, um, anything else you want to touch on before we get to the stock watch? Uh, there was something I wanted to say, but I, I mean, it's like way back in the chat and I done forgot about it. I keep, ah, <laughs> I'm sure it'll, I'm sure it'll come to me. All right. Uh, all right, let's get to the stock watch. We've got some interesting stuff to talk about there. I will, of course, keep you updated if there's any more drama. It looks like the drama died down on the feeds. Oh, I know what I want to say. When it was, yeah, it was when Melissa was talking about Caitlin, how she can't stand that voice when she uses it, but because she, she does like her when she's not talking like that voice. But seriously, I don't even like Caitlin when she's not talking like that because Melissa, she talks like this for most, most of the time. We're like, she she's asking you a question and she's like, you know, 
what are you doing? Like, uh, or why are you questioning me right now? Like, what, what is your <laughs> problem? Like, seriously, <laughs> like, what is going on? Like, why are you like, this is unbelievable. Like, she I don't, and it just, Bessie. that cadence just Bessie. goes on. Oh my God. It just, it's, it, yeah. I'll be, I'll be glad when she's off, when she is, when she is off the show, I'll be glad. Cause then I don't have to listen to the retells on, on the live feed updates. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand why she can't. Uh, I she can't talk like a normal person. It seems like stronger in the first, and now she's just like, yeah, yeah, yes. Oh, right. Sorry, my stupid thing. I it's really bad connection today. Sorry about it. Uh, I, I've 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 seen people uh, that want to start a crowd a crowdfunding uh, thing to get you an Ethernet uh, cord. Um, so and now my microphone's not working. I don't even know what's going on. Oh, All right. Well, oh, why did your microphone change? I don't know. It just said that it. Had to switch to auto microphone. Well, I don't well, know. Well, tell it, switch it back. <laughs> I, it says it's not plugged in. I don't. All right, you can you can work on that as we start up the uh, the stock watch here. Um, I'll I'll bring it over to this view. Here we are, uh, the stock watch for week four. Uh, I put out the form earlier today, um, and uh, I will say this time. I, I combed through the numbers and I uh, found a surprising number of people who uh, all ones and tens on their ratings. Uh, all <laughs> ones for everyone except for Bailey and Rockstar that were tens. Uh, that was one of the more uh, common ones uh, that I saw. And I did, in fact, get rid of anybody that only cast votes that were ones and tens. Uh, so your vote did not count. Uh, that's what you get ah! for trying to game the system. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so, yes, that happened. Um, and so hopefully that means the numbers will be a little better, a little more accurate this time. We'll see. Uh, but let's let's go. Let's start here with Sam, who is our HOH. Uh, we're going to give her a rating out of 10 based on her game that was played this week. And uh, it's probably not going to be a great rating. Spoiler alert. Um, uh, Melissa, how's how's your microphone? You still working on it? Yes, uh, she's I'll still working over. on it. Brent, still we'll start with it. you. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give Sam. I'm going to give Sam. Oh, I'm going to give her a one. I, I think she could not have played this week worse. So I have to give her a one because I don't think there was a worse week unless she was evicted. But I mean, like, it's just so terrible. And I'm not, I'm not trying to be oversimplistic in giving her a one, Taryn. I don't know necessarily if you will agree with me on this. But I mean, she went from a position where many people liked her to a position where now many people actively dislike her and think that she's a little bit judgmental. And she like I don't even know if people that even are on her side at this point, like the Bretts and Rachels of the world to, you know, have supported sam in the past and that sam has voted with i don't even know if they if, if sam got to the end of the game i don't know that after this spectacle that they would even respect her like she's seen because she's so above the game and she acts like she's above the game like she's not even playing um i do want to point out just as a little pat on the back that i did say that sam was going to tell everybody um, you you thought that the, that the uh, DR would stop her from telling everybody about the power after the veto ceremony, but she did end up telling them about it, which I guess can soften the blow a little bit. But I still think that overall this week could have it in a week where she has almost all of the power. It feels to me like she could not have played this worse from trying to nominate JC and I need to see the ceremony, but that's what it sounds like to then 
nominating Rockstar instead. Um, I, I, I mean, to, to show me how this isn't the worst she could have played, Taryn. Uh, well, I, 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 I agree with you for the most part. I think, like I said, there's nothing good here at all. Uh, that said, I do think that, you know, she, she still has the potential to win the game. And if that makes sense, like they don't, they don't, uh, not respect her so much that they, uh, wouldn't give her the money if she was sitting next to the right person. I think that there is still some level of like, ah, oh, it's good old Sam. Um, you know, certainly I think she's lost, uh, Haley's vote. Um, um, and and Caitlin's vote, but uh, I do think that th- there's something still there. Uh, so I'm not completely down uh, to give her a one, but I did give her a two uh, because okay. this was a terrible, terrible week for her. Uh, Melissa, any, any is it luck? working now? Yes, we're good. Okay, yes. perfect. Um, yeah, I'm going to give her a two as well because yeah, she just played this week so terribly. She made so many enemies. First of all, she became HOH when she didn't need to become HOH. Then I was like, you know, maybe she could figure this out. Maybe she's got a reason behind becoming HOH. Like she wants to be the person to decide some way to make it beneficial to her. She didn't. So, you know, that like was down on her by one this week uh the audience gave her a four last week and also went down on her by one and gave her a three this week the audience continues to be higher on sam than we are uh for you know whatever reason uh they uh not not as ready to go uh you know to to, to be to be completely out on sam i i would have figured she would have gone down further especially given popular opinion has also kind of uh been lost for sam but uh she's still got some supporters out there brent yeah, uh, well, it has, I think what the best thing that ever happened to Sam this week is that Caitlin is a complete neurotic mess. And many of the things that and Fessy is obviously no uh, knight in shining armor either. So there are basically a, like quite a few horrible people in the house. And Sam is just one of many and not just the only one, because at the beginning of the week, it was all about Sam and what she had to say. And then by the end of it, we're talking about Caitlin and her uh uh, neuro- neurosis and Fessy's uh, chauvinism and uh, you know the, it's just a, a mess all the way around yes and and people are are, are wondering I, I do want to make it clear i did not get rid of all one votes and 10 votes uh i i can look at each individual's rankings so i could see that you know if if you put all ones and all tens then i could eliminate all of your votes in particular you are perfectly fine to cast one votes and 10 votes as long as they fit in the the voting structure of like if you gave sam a one and uh and and and, and bailey a 10 and a bunch of other people stuff in the middle then all of your votes still counted um ones are still very much uh in 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 play here um so uh yes so uh sam's stock uh has gone down to two dollars a share um if you feel good what did the audience give her uh the audience gave her a three okay Yes. So uh, so if you if you if you are somebody who feels good about Sam, uh, might be the time to buy. This is probably as low as it's going to get. But you never know. You never know. Uh, Let's move on to Caitlin, who also had a pretty crazy week this week. And I will say for myself this week, uh, this is this is the time that I'm ready to give somebody a one uh, because I don't think that Caitlyn can win this game at this point. Uh, between how she acted with Fessy and how everyone now sees her, they do kind of respect the game that she's playing, 
But I think that she's going to deny their perspective on the game that she's playing. She's going to continue to say, no, I didn't flip Tyler. No, I didn't control Tyler. She's going to uh, any any goodwill they might have toward her game. She's going to deny and they're going to hate her for that if she's in the end. And uh, and if they don't have any of that goodwill toward her game, they're only going to see her as the, the, the person who either made up. She had a boyfriend, cheated on her boyfriend or was just an overall crazy person. I don't think Caitlin can win this game and i think this week absolutely solidified it melissa how do you feel about her uh it's tough because right now the perception that people have of her in the house is that she's some mastermind um so it makes me think that she is doing something right but at the same time i don't see her doing really anything right so um with perception in the house it makes me want to give her a little bit of a higher score um But the fact that she's probably going, well, might be going out the door this week, you know, um, that's not great for her. Um, At this point, just because I feel like things could turn around for her and level six, if she sticks around, could pull her in. um, I'm just going to keep my rating at a three, which is what I had last week. Yeah, I split the uh, split the difference between the two of you. I gave her a two, and I honestly do agree with you, Taryn, for the most part that uh, I I I probably don't believe that she can win the game at this point. However, two things are working. Uh, She's more entertaining than most, and so I felt a little bit more sympathetic to her plight. And uh, she has some fire in her that she could actually get something done if she sets her mind to it. Uh, So I do think that she's almost she reminds me a little bit of like. Austin Madelson from uh, 17 where like just whines and wears you down so much. And eventually you'll, you might give in to whatever they want you to do. So I I don't know if she has that within her, but I do think like it's a tool in her box. So uh, I'll give her a two at this point and uh, we'll see what happens. All right. So I went down on her by one. Brent actually went up by one. He had given her a one last week. Um, The audience gave her a two last week and they remained consistent this week, gave her another two. So uh, bad scores all around for Caitlin. Once again, I believe she is also going to be at two dollars here. So if if you're a person that thinks Caitlin's going to do well, uh, buy up some stock. Um, (laughs) So let's move on to Rockstar, the other person on the block, looking like she is the one that's going to be voted out this week, at least at the moment. However, she does have a chance to return to the game. Brent currently owns three shares of Rockstar stock uh so brent how are you feeling about that stock right now what is your rockstar rating uh, i am going to continue to feel badly about rockstar but at this point i don't see any point in selling the stock because i'm not going to get much for it uh i'm going to give her a two uh i'm going to think that she's played this week almost as badly as she could have however the reason i didn't give her a one uh is because she has shown the ability once once the game got real for her to actually talk with people and fake a smile and put up her best campaign and try to stay in the house. She actually has had conversations with Brett and uh, Casey and Angela and Tyler, people that she's never talked to before about uh, why she should stay in the house and how she's not coming after them. She, she, the best conversation was her and Tyler talking to each other Rockstar's like, you know, well, you're not a target for me. I just want you to know that he's like, well, you're not a target for me. Like they're lying to their faces. Like 
cold, bald line. And it was really, really fun to watch. Uh, so I, I give her a little bit of a bump because she does. She has shown that maybe I'm here's the thing. I'm hopeful that she has learned from her mistakes and that she realizes that she has to play better if she wants a chance at this game. The reason I almost gave her a one is because in acting the way she did and carrying on for as long as she did, I think she's shown to people like Bailey and Scotty who are otherwise inclined to support her, but she's not really worth fighting for. She's sort of an irregular uh, piece within the game that they can't control. She cannot control her emotions. She's not somebody who you know can fake it with most people. And uh, I think they're like, well, why do we need this person around? Why do we need this aggravation? And when your own allies are feeling that way, I don't feel like it's a good look. So that's why I gave her a two. Yeah, uh, it's it's that behavior that you were talking about that has me so down on her chances at this point. Um, you know, it's bad when even like basically every member of your alliance who you're close friends with, the only people that you've ever really even talked to in the house, don't trust you and don't respect your game. Uh, everybody's talking about you as though you uh, couldn't win the game. I I think that she is uh, in a very similar spot to Caitlin, where it's just so difficult to see her winning um you know it's it certainly happened with josh but i think it's just so unlikely at this point i do have to give her a one i think that her chances have plummeted uh with the outbursts that she's caused this week and the distrust that her even her yeah. own alliance has uh for her so uh yeah that that, that is my rating well, so the, the chat's coming for me a little bit because they're like, well, how did that go, Brent? How did her campaign? Look, it went nowhere, okay? I get that, okay? It went nowhere. They know she's lying. Uh, she was dumb enough to tell Angela or Casey, I forget which one, that uh, that Rockstar said she's coming after Brent and Tyler. Fine, fine, fine. All, all well and good. But at least she's trying. There's effort there. I mean, she made some mistakes, but she tried, which is more than I can say for many of the people on last season. So that's why I felt a little bit better about her. I'm sorry, what did... What did you give her? Did you give her a one or two? I gave her a one. Uh, and a one. Zeno in the chat saying, uh, Taryn giving all ones and tens. It was a long con, guys. <laughs> I know, uh, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that was what made it hard to pick out the ones because like, there were legitimately a lot of good reasons to give a lot of people ones this week. So uh, you, you really did have to search for the, the tens uh, to, to find them. Uh, so, uh, Melissa, how do you feel about Rockstar this week? Um, not great. Uh, I do not feel great about Rockstar this week. Um, Yeah, yeah, she has been, you know, playing a little bit nicely. Well, I guess starting back at the beginning of the week, I felt like her reaction to um, Brett's whole thing was just really bad and she played it really wrong and it could have just been something that they laughed off and instead it turned into this whole saga and everyone wasn't like annoyed with her including myself of her crying and all this stuff it's like come on get over it and like pick yourself up by your bootstraps and press on and start fighting or whatever um so yeah that was already bad then her campaigning was bad i mean because she's saying like one of her selling points is i'm loyal and um so that means she's gonna stick with her original alliance and never switch over to your side okay like that makes me really want to keep you so yeah she's just really telling them stuff that wouldn't want wouldn't make them want to keep her like her targets being on their side of the house it's just all bad um but um annie in the chat points out that pots and pans 
banging pots and pans is 100% a proven winning strategy um, at this point. So, you know, if she wins, then that's why. Um, but yeah, no, I, I got to give her a two. I just really, she's not doing so great. Did, the did best Russell, thing that she said, I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Well, did, did Russell ever bang pots and pans? I feel like I might remember him doing that. To, I think to Ronnie. Like he talk of banging pots and pans, but no one like really did it, or okay. at least not that I remember. Maybe, maybe they did, but. I was going to say that the best thing that Rockstar said to uh, ironically was to Brett, where she was like, you know, you don't want an emotional person in jury. You want someone like me who is, you know, strategic and who like, I mean, I like it took me a while to wrap my head around it, but that was a game move. You made a you know great game move on your part and uh, I get it now. And you want someone like me to be there voting. And I'm like, I just that's just hilarious to me that she's trying to claim the mantle of uh, I'm I'm the logical one. I'm the one who would set aside my feelings and vote without reason, you know, or vote with reason. So uh, I, I I don't know if that's going to I mean, again, she's trying, but it's just. You know, it, it wasn't very effective. Yes, uh, we've uh, very consistently once again each gone down one point for Rockstar this week. The audience decided to give Rockstar uh, last week. They gave her a uh, a four this week down to a two. Um, so this this may have had something to do with me getting rid of those uh, funky votes uh, or maybe they just uh, were very much uh, down on Rockstar this week. I, I, I didn't get rid of that many votes. Uh, pretty small number compared to the uh you know thousand something votes so i don't think i love really that you're backpedaling already yeah. that much influence <laughs> um but uh but it's definitely possible because like i said uh i think all but all but just a a, a couple of the uh the you know funky votes that were trying to game the system had uh had listed bailey or rockstar as their favorite player um okay. so uh that that is the one if any of them are going to be influenced it would likely be them um but the the audience has given her a two rockstar's price now down to two dollars all three of our uh of our people here uh sam caitlin and rockstar down to two dollars this week um so let's move on to the next person up here fessy let's talk about fessy who has had a rough week uh melissa mm -hmm. how do you feel about fessy this week uh, he has not been doing so great this week. Um, at the same time, he won the veto at the same time. Should he have won the veto? I don't know. Um, yeah, I, and I don't think it's going to end well for him in regards to whoever he votes out. Uh, but it, you know, I'm not seeing a lot of talk about wanting to get him out and it seems like he'd probably be able to save himself with a veto. So at this point, I'm not, I think, and I also think he made the right decision in terms of saving Haley versus Kate. Had to pick down to it. So, um, yeah, I think I'm going to have to give Fezzy. I'm just going to keep a metaphor where I'm at now. Okay. Brent? Yeah. I, I mean, and I'm sort of rethinking this a little bit, but I'm going to go with my initial gut, which was I gave him a one. I did. Um, and here are my reasons. He went into this week as a pretty cool guy, most people could trust. Uh, you know, no, not many people think he's that smart. Um, and he proceeded to do the following things. He won a veto that was apparently mental and had questions of, as a part of it. So he's shown that he's no dummy. So he, he doesn't have that working for him anymore. He, well, two different people, two allies of his 
that he would, he promised to use the veto on them. And then he told JC that he promised he would, I don't know if he promised he would not use the veto or he promised that he would tell him before he decided what he was going to do with the veto. But I know that there are people in the house here, like Bailey, who were talking about the fact that, you know, you can't even trust this dude anymore. I think it was Scotty who was talking about the fact that uh, all the promises that Fessy's making. So that combined with the fact that I don't think someone like him is ever going to get to the end of the game. I'm looking at how his week could have gone better. I honestly can't see a way again, unless you're talking about him being evicted. I just think he blew up so much of his so so much of the things that made him good i feel like he's blown up and he's also irritated one of his strongest allies in jc now i know that jc's on the in the diary room you know laughing ha, 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 about how he's the evil mastermind and he's controlling fessy but i do feel like at the end of the day jc had fessy's in best interests at heart at least for the time being and i don't know that that necessarily holds true anymore i think that that has been shaken somewhat. So I gave him a one. And I, I mean, I guess you could talk me into a two, um, but I, I, I'm going to stick with it. So yeah, there you go. Fessy had no business winning this veto. Uh, and it's, it, it put him in a very bad spot. You've got Bailey now talking about how she doesn't trust him. Everyone's talking about how he promised these two girls, the same thing. And he also promised JC, uh, that he wouldn't use it. And so he's okay. been lying to everyone. Um, and, and Bailey, uh, just today was very frustrated with how, uh, Fessy was talking to her. Um, cause he was like, don't wh- shut your mouth about the vote. What are you doing? Um, um, and she was like, whoa, like, what are you, what are you, she's, I see you talking to those women, uh, the, the, those, those girls, the Angela, Rachel, uh, you know, uh, Casey people, uh, well, and she is in trouble. She is just, well, we'll she is her, like, right. she is pissed about this. Um, so uh fessy definitely uh losing allies. Um, that said, I do feel like he is kind of seen as such a doofus that he's not that big of a threat. Um, and he is the kind of person who could reinvent his image after the, you know, if, if Haley, if Caitlin leave, uh, he could kind of reinvent himself in the same way that people like, uh, like, like Brendan, like, uh, like, uh, you know, uh, beast mode cowboy, like they kind of were able to reinvent themselves later on in the game. Um, I do see that as a p- possibility for Fessy. So, uh, I have gone down on him this week. Uh, I, I have him at a two, um, um, but not quite at a one yet at this point. Uh, but I do have him at a two. The audience last week gave him a four. Um, Melissa stayed stayed with her rating of four. Brent and I gave him a three. So we both went down. The audience this week went down on him as well. And the audience gave Fessy a three this week. Interesting, interesting rating right. from the audience there. Um, int- uh, I wonder what that does to his price. Um, it's going to be three dollars. It has gone down from four to three. Uh, Fessy, the the current uh, most expensive <laughs> stock on the market. Yeah, at I was going to say. So essentially, everyone's just playing bad so far. Uh, yeah, we're really. just talking about I, all the bad players, I guess. Uh, well, I mean, I can can somebody name somebody who's been playing good this week? Well, we'll, we'll I guess we'll get to them. We'll get to them. <laughs> Uh, Haley's stock has been pretty strong here and consistent at $7. So let's get into Haley next and talk about how we feel about how Haley has been playing this week. Brent, how do you feel about Haley? I feel worse about Haley than I did in the past. Uh, I do feel like she's handled this week particularly well. 
Um, but I don't feel like she has as much say so over the game and maybe that will come, but I felt better about her in weeks past. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like she, like she has a winner's chance. Uh, you know, like, like I felt like she was one of the people I was considering for a possible winner. And now I do feel like she's sort of on the outside, but I'm trying to point to exactly what has caused me to feel that way. I, I don't know because she, she it's not like she's anybody's number one target. I think there are people that enjoy her in the house. And I do think that if the veto was not used, that she would have stayed. So I don't know where it's coming from. I think it's just coming from the fact that she doesn't have a great view on what the workings of the house are right now. And I expected more from her as a fan of the game. So I gave her Fancy Fencherton five, which is probably the lowest I've ever been on her. And uh, I'm, I need, I need to see more from Haley, but I I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm obviously she didn't do anything to, to mess up her chances. She got somebody to use the veto on her and she didn't even say to him, use the veto on me. She said, cause he said to her, you know, well, do you want me to use it on you? She's like, well, I would like you to use it on me, but you know, if you, if it's not good for your game, you don't have to, I, I understand. In fact, she almost did it to the point where I felt a little uncomfortable. Like, don't like, don't give him that permission to not use the veto on you. You know, you just want to, just want to sprinkle in a little bit of uh yeah i understand if you don't use it but you really should use the veto that kind of thing uh so i feel like she did that effectively but other things i'm not as convinced on so that's why i gave her a five yes uh an interesting statistic um we the the great christina z on twitter uh had this uh very very cool uh stats page uh i I don't even know what this program is microsoft power or something um with uh tons of very interesting uh, stats from the Stockwatch. uh one of them is the average ratings that we have given uh ranked um melissa and i and i and the audience uh all have tyler as our highest rated person over the course of the uh previous three weeks brent was uh was Haley um up until this week which so uh that might change things Um, well that's still the highest rating i've given out so far you so you don't know (laughs) It's possible. It's possible. Um, So, uh, Melissa, how did you feel about Haley this week? Yeah, I didn't feel so great about Haley this week. Same as Brent. Um, I had previously felt um, I had previously felt good about her. And now I just I don't know. I do feel like she's kind of on the outside of things. And I feel like before I felt like she was kind of in kind of out, but she could kind of, you know, go from group to group, even though she wasn't really voting with them. Um, Now I'm a little. Right now, I don't know, but I don't see her getting out anytime soon. I could see her. I could totally see her winning, but this week was not as good. I don't feel good about her as last week, so I'm going to give her a six. Yeah, I think part of it, too, is that she doesn't have a partner, Taryn. Even people like Bailey and Scotty have started talking, and you know, Tyler mm-hmm. has had Casey and, to a lesser extent, JC now, and Angela and Rachel have something going on, and I, I feel like Haley's best person is rockstar but rockstar is such a volatile presence in the house even though she probably is loyal that i don't know if it's worth having her around and i do feel like that Haley doesn't even totally trust rockstar at this point i think i think she trusts her to know that she voted the way she said she voted last week but i don't know that she trusts her overall in the game to behave how you need to behave if you want to like get to the end of big brother as a duo so that's uh, that's why i don't feel great about Haley right now well what do you say <laughs> 
Yes, uh, I I started to go down on her uh, uh, in terms of the rating last week um, because my, just like my estimation of her potential has started to go down, um, and uh, that I, that's basically remained consistent this week. Um, I think that her position hasn't necessarily fallen any, but my uh, just like the the amount of potential she has in this game, I, I I'm, I'm concerned about. I think that she has really gotten too involved in these people that are just a, a bit of a mess um you know the, you know tyler's definitely involved in a, with a lot of messy people but he at least has some actual like allies on the side and as you mentioned brent she's just she's so hooked up with all of these just like she doesn't have any solid allies that she can rely on uh, that, that trust her um so i'm gonna stick with a six i still feel like she's one of the better players in the house but uh but uh not quite as high as the sevens that i was giving her previously um the audience previously gave her a six. Uh, that was last week. And they also remained consistent with a six this week. So uh, the audience feeling uh, also kind of just a, just slightly above average on on Haley. Um, so interestingly, the person Brent is highest on uh, uh, overall um, is uh, he's the lowest on her this week. Um, and she, her price has gone down to six dollars. So, uh, you know, maybe uh, this could be a trend or maybe this is the opportunity to pick up some Haley stock. Uh, let's talk about Tyler next. Tyler, the guy who is, uh, you know, it's, he is the one that uh, that everyone except for Brent is the highest on. Um, he is the one that uh, we were all kind of lower on last week because it seemed like things were going wrong for him, but then nothing went wrong for him. Uh, so it's it's uh, it's going to be an interesting thing to see where his stock goes from here. Melissa, where do you feel like Tyler sits in this moment? You know, I I think he's doing pretty well this week. Um, I don't think I mean, I guess I don't know. It's hard for me to say because the perception of them, him in the house is not super great um, in terms of the fact that they think that he's just a dummy and in, in regards to winner potential. But um but I do think that's also good for his game right now that they don't think that he's the one pulling the strings because then otherwise, you know, he'd be found out. So um, I think he's definitely better than last week. It's going to go really wrong for him and that, you know, it was over. But I don't think he's doing as well as I thought he was doing the first couple weeks. So um, I'm going to go up, but I'm going to give him a seven. All right, Brent, where do you fall on Tyler? I mean, I'm, I, I do feel a little bit of improvement this week. I gave him a four last week and I'm going to give him a five this week. I just continue to believe that his game is going to unravel, that it has started to already. I do think there are more people in the house. I, and I hear what you're saying, Taryn, that the people are blaming Caitlin, but I do think there are some hearts and minds out there that blame Tyler. And I do think that, of the people that are in the house right now, he is going to be number one or number two on the target list. If you know, side B Faute wins head of household. And I also continue to believe that the women of level six will be more in the back of the firing line. So I do think that the Tyler's and Brett's of the world are going to get the brunt of any initial resistance. And I also do feel like it's a bad look when Scotty and Bailey are both onto you like Scotty and Bailey both independently have felt uneasy about Caitlin and Tyler and Tyler, even as uh, Scotty has felt uneasy about Tyler 
uh, to an extent on his own. So I think he's played this okay in that he's trying to play in a week where you know that the person is probably coming back and you have more information than other people, or at least he did for a while. And uh, you're a fan of the show, so you probably understand at this point that it's not a battle back. However, he, does, he doesn't know for sure what's happening. So I, I do feel like, like I said before that I didn't think he would be able to uh, hide his cards, and yet he effectively was able to, and he's a damn good liar. So I'll give him credit for that. Um, uh, I Doom has said in the chat that uh, his conversation with JC uh, a few moments ago was apparently not good. So, you know, the thing about JC is that he knows where all the bodies are buried. So I don't think that's good for Tyler in the long run if he does lose JC. And I also can see JC sort of taking the place of uh, Swaggy and that sort of group over there and like calling the shots. Like, I feel like JC wants to call the shots, but we'll get to him. Uh, so, but I think for Tyler's game specifically, that's not good. Uh, so uh, that's why I continue to feel lower about him than the rest of you. And I gave him a five. All right. Uh, I mean, I, I think that, uh, you know, I, I felt like his game was headed toward disaster last week. It did not happen. I think that, that yes, there are people that are talking about Tyler, but the, uh, you know, the, the people that would actually put Tyler up, uh, I think there's two, there's three of them maybe, uh, of the many people that are going to play HOH next week. And of those three, only one of them would even want to target him. And that one person I think is Rockstar. And that person is potentially leading this week uh, I don't feel that bad about Tyler I think his flaws stand out a lot more because of how good of a position he's in um, so I I have him bouncing back to an eight for myself um, I think that uh, you know he is uh, he's still in a very good spot he nobody sees exactly what he's been doing they're targeting Caitlin over him they're targeting Brett over him. Um, I think that this has been a very good week for Tyler. I think the work that he put in to uh, hide the fact that he voted the way that he did was very good. I feel like um, he is potentially going to again be on the right side of this vote, um, which is going to be very good. He's going to be able to pull Caitlin further away from the other side. He's going to really solidify uh, her on his side there. Um, and, uh, and, you know, I just think that he still has the power. I think that, Ty that Tyler is easily one of the two players in this game that, uh, that is, that is running the game, um, and that is in the best spot in the game. And, uh, and I don't think it's particularly close. Um, and, uh, and so, yeah, I had him at a six last week and, uh, and he's back up to not quite the level that he was before. Uh, I had him at nines the previous, uh, weeks, the first two weeks. Um, but I do feel like, uh, he is, uh, settling into an eight and I feel like he's in general an eight player um, so uh, a week that goes really well for him it would probably go higher than that and a week that goes poorly went down to a six um, but you know there's always a chance that uh, things go terribly wrong uh, and the stock could crash um, but uh, but yes I am I am up from a six from last week Brent is up from a four from last week to a five and Melissa is up from a six to a seven um, the audience gave Tyler a six last week and this week they gave him a seven there you go all right it was ve it's very close to an eight uh it's uh it's a 7.4 um so uh <laughs> am I doing? on on the edge there um so there we go tyler's stock is at seven dollars this week um all right let's move on to jc JC uh, in a very interesting spot here, trying to make sure Caitlin goes home this week. Brent, how do you feel about JC? 
<sighs> I felt relatively good about him until he started opening his mouth over the past 24 hours. Like it's almost like the less you know about someone, the better you feel about them. Uh, like I, I was able to like uh, place all of the good ideas I have about like what I think a big, a good big brother player is onto the avatar. That was JC when I didn't know everything that he was thinking, but now that I know everything that he's thinking, I feeling less positive about him. Um, I don't feel great overall about his chances to win. On the other hand, I don't know anybody that's necessarily coming after him. Like I don't, I feel like in the end he won't be able to like, to get it over the finish line, but I'm looking at this week and um, I do think he's done things that will harm his game in the long run, but I don't know who it will harm first because I don't, this, this uh, dissonance between him and Tyler is obviously a bit of an issue. And I don't know if it will hurt Tyler or hurt JC or hurt neither. If you had to you know, hold a gun to my head, I think it will probably hurt Tyler more, but I do think there's a possibility that I'll hurt JC. If the Alliance sees that he's not really working with them anymore and they decide that he's expendable. But on the other hand, like, again, he knows where the secrets are. He knows what happened during week one. He knows how that happened. He knows what happened during week two, that it was all planned. He knows what happened during week three, who voted which way. Of course, he's part of that. He's the one, he's one of the people lying about his votes. And he has emphatically said to Fessy, I didn't vote that way. You know, I voted with you guys. Of course, that's a lie. So he would have to own it in order to out Tyler. But uh, he may be able to make it look like Tyler and Caitlin. So I do feel relatively good about his game. I'm unsure he can win. So that's why I gave him a five. I'm a little bit down on him from last week where I gave him a six. Um, and this is probably the the week where because of the, the weird circumstances in play where somebody's coming back, I've, I've given more people fives than I think I ever have before. Cause usually I don't like to give people fives because I feel like that's basically saying nothing, but uh, I do feel like his game is at a five right now. It could, there's, it could go any which way. All right, Melissa, what do you think? Yeah, I felt good about him near the beginning of the week when he was able to successfully lie about the vote and no one found him out. Um, I felt really good about him then. And then, yeah, like Brent said, the more he's kind of talked this week and the more he's campaigned, I've been a little bit worried about him. Um, so I'm kind of on the fence. Um, so I'm just going to keep my score from last week and give him a six again. All right. Uh, I have gone down on JC this week. Uh, it's uh, not not looking great for uh, for JC. I do like what he maybe did during the veto ceremony. That's uh, like kind of badass. Uh, but it's uh, it's just it's not looking great for him. I don't like how aggressive he is in getting Caitlyn out on a week that doesn't even matter. Uh, it's looking like he mm -hmm. might be on the wrong side of this vote and really pushing for a failing cause, um, which is very bad. Uh, the the breakup uh, with Tyler is going to be very bad for him. I think uh, you know uh, it's it's even gotten to a point where Fessy is uh is kind of not trusting what jc is saying as much fessy is starting to doubt jc um because uh, of how mad that uh, jc got at him so uh i don't i don't like this uh direction that jc is going in i feel like this could be the start of a very downhill slope for him i also went with a five for jc um down from a six uh but uh you know i i think this could continue to go down depending on how uh how this all plays out uh heading into next week the audience gave jc a five last week 
We'll see if they went down as well. The audience gave JC a six this week. The audience is up on JC. Uh, Amazing. Very interesting. Uh, that surprises me. Um, so uh, the audience feeling better about JC than before. Um, it's, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, that, 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 does that surprise you, Melissa? Uh, no, because they uh, they voted the same as my score. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it makes sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to Angela, who uh, I personally felt like uh, I personally felt like Angela had a good week. I, I really do. Uh, I think that um, that, you know, I talked about it this morning on the uh, the update. I feel like Angela has done really well with, uh, you know, with her relationship with Rachel, keeping that a secret. Um, she's been doing good work when it came to uh, influencing Sam. She is doing good work when it comes to uh, presenting the women as a, a viable option for Bailey and Scotty to jump over. Um, so I actually do like what's happening with Angela. She is not anyone uh anyone's main target at this point i don't see her going home anytime soon i think that she can do well in competitions if she uh if she uh is is trying to so further down the line i think that she's starting to become uh in in a similar position to rachel only with the two of them together working in tandem and working in secret i think that they're doubly as dangerous so i went up from a four on angela i think she's been a four uh for the past three weeks for me she's finally up to a six i think that uh, this this is the week where she's truly starting to shine a bit and uh, and it could be the week where things really start looking up. So if anyone bought Angela prior to this, maybe they're getting a good deal. But Brent, tell me if that's true or not. What did you give Angela? I actually gave her a seven. I was even more impressed. And I think probably but it's, it's it's partly the bell curve of it all. Like I'm grading her based on her her past, like how I thought she was going to behave to what how she's behaving now. But I really was impressed by her over the past 48 hours just to watch how. First of all, she's a good alliance member. She keeps things secret. I love her and Rachel plotting together like that. It's something that they're. I do feel like it's a joint effort, even though that Rachel is probably more of the fan. I do think that they're both they both have equal input into that partnership. And uh, along with KC, I do feel like the three of them will be able to go far in the game. Uh, I don't know who ultimately Casey would side with, with, you know, would she side with Brett and Tyler or would she side with the girls? But I have a feeling she would probably side with the girls. And uh, I, I like what I'm seeing from the furniture at this point. I, I think it's possible that on finale night, you could see like, you know, I don't know, JC sitting next to an empty sofa. I think it would be uh you know, that's my joke about Angela, but uh, I think she's playing well and I gave her a seven. I think that, uh, I did not think that it was possible that somebody who was this seemingly shallow, not just when it comes to life, but almost when it comes to the game, uh, could have this amount of game within her. And it does seem like, I don't know if she's someone like Paul from, from uh, 18 is sort of learning as she goes, but it does seem like she has picked up some things about, you know, what you want to have happen in the game, who you want to keep in, why you want to keep people in, who you need to let go, what you need to do in the short term and the long term in order to better yourself and your ultimate positioning in the game. And I do feel better about where she is. So I gave her a seven. 
All right. Uh, we'll go to the audience before Melissa this time. We'll shake things up a little bit. Um, oh. the, yes, the audience gave Angela a four last week. I think they've been pretty consistent with giving her fours. Brent, by the way, had her at a three last week. I so did. She jumped up yes. four points for Brent. Uh, the audience this time gave Angela a five. So they haven't moved quite as drastically, but they have gone up uh, uh, one point. So uh, it was close. Slow slow moving. I I thought about giving her a six, but I gave her a seven, Melissa, mainly because uh, I was just so impressed. I was like, wow, like I had no idea that you could actually play the game, girl. So go, you know. (laughs) All right. Yeah, I just I until I see her do something, I can't give her a good score. I just maybe I'm not looking for it, but I'm not seeing anything from her. And like, yeah, she's not the next target or whatever, but I just, I just don't know if she's like, has it in her. And I haven't seen enough to see, uh, to determine that she does have it in her. So I'm keeping her at a four. Okay. Well, here's the thing. As far as like what she's done, I feel like she's able to keep secrets that she needs to keep. And she's able to tell people and double deal where she needs to double deal. And I don't feel like like, I mean, you look like somebody like Fessy, who's completely incapable of doing something like that. I am just it warms my heart to see her play the game a little bit and know. What basically who to lie to and that it's OK to lie to people and and you that someone's telling you something to your face and not take it at face value and run back and tell the people that you need to tell and don't tell basically don't tell people that you don't need to tell. That was always my problem with Rockstar that she, you know, even before the whole thing with the pots and pans, she opened up her mouth to anybody who would listen. It didn't matter if it was an Alliance member or a foe that was in the room. She'd just tell anybody that Scotty was an evil mastermind genius. And uh, that's why I hated her game so much, but Angela doesn't do shit like that. So that's why. I know. I guess my concern with Angela is like whether she's actually keeping these secrets because she knows that she shouldn't tell anyone or whether she just doesn't care enough to just like tell anyone anything. Like, I don't know. I haven't seen enough from her to know whether or not it's that she actually knows the game and is laying low or if she's like, I don't really care. So like, I'm not super into it. But if you talk with me, like I'll talk back. I don't know. I just I I don't know yet. So I'm I just don't I don't feel good enough about her game in order to give her a better score. All right, let's talk about her other half, Rachel. Uh, Rachel, who we've been pretty consistently high on uh, so far. Um, she, uh, Ra- Angela went up from 4 to $6. Rachel was already at $6. Um, and I am going to remain pretty consistent with Rachel here and g- also give her a six. Um, if anything, I might start to go uh, lower on Rachel uh, in the future than Angela because Angela is less of a target than Rachel at this point. But I do feel like Rachel, I am more confident in her killer instinct. So, uh, you know, I think it evens out to about the same for now. So I'm going to give Rachel a six. Melissa, how do you feel about Rachel? I feel good about Rachel. I I like the way that she's bonding with everybody in the house. I see her bonding with people on the other side of the house, people on her side of the house. I could see people wanting to work with her if it came down to it. Whereas I don't necessarily know if people feel bonded enough with like Angela or some of the other people on the other side. Um, but I think Rachel's really putting the work in and I like what she's doing. And I think she's, she's smart in the game. And I think she knows kind of the direction that she's supposed to be going in. So um, I'm going to give her a seven. 
Yeah, I also gave her a seven, and that's what I gave her last week. I felt consistently good about Rachel. I still feel good about her. The thing with her is that there is one person who's targeting her, and that's JC. JC does not like Rachel very much, and he's willing to tell a lot of people that. However, Rachel, for her part, is thinking that they really need to get out Scotty because she has this view of Scotty that he's sort of like Steve from 17 who got rid of Jackie, who is Rachel's good friend. You know, you remember how uh, Jackie was targeted during the double eviction out of nowhere by Steve Moses. And and that's what Rachel has thought about as, as far as when it comes to Scotty. So she's not really reading things correctly because Scotty was just talking to Bailey earlier today that he really likes those girls and wants to work with them long-term term so she's not she's letting past be prologue or whatever that phrase is in a way where that she needs to make sure that 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 like from her perspective she's like i don't want to i don't want that to come true i need to make sure that i am not ultimately done in by the same way that my friend jackie was but i think in in sort of manifesting that she she might even make it a reality so i don't like seeing that from her however i do feel good about her prospects long term and like taryn said i do feel good about her math aside uh, i do feel good about her killer instincts so i give her a seven all right so uh brent remaining consistent with rachel giving her a seven melissa has gone up the audience gave her a six last week this week they gave her a six once again. So uh, the the price is going to go back up to $7 for Rachel, back up from six uh, because of Melissa, who went up on her this week. Um, and, uh, and we'll move forward to Bailey next. Bailey, who is another person uh, kind of similar to Angela at this point, uh, whose stock price has gone up. It started at five. It went up to seven last week. And we'll see where it goes for this week. Melissa, we'll start with you. How do you feel about Bailey this week? Um, I feel good about Bailey again this week. I feel like she. I'm a bit worried for her for this vote because I don't really know how it's going to go. But um, I I like the way that she's been bonding with uh, the level six people. However, I'm a little worried that she's too trusting of them and thinks that they would actually be loyal to her, which I don't necessarily see them doing. But at the same time, I I can see, you know, that being helpful to her moving forward. So um, I'm just going to keep my rating consistent with a seven. All right, Brent. Yeah, I'm going to agree with Melissa again. Uh, Even though I gave an aid to Bailey last week, I do feel a little bit uneasy about her game this week, mainly because she and Fessy have not been exactly in a concert together. And that is bad for her game because he knows that she has a power. Um, I don't think ultimately he would reveal it, but it's sort of she's put herself in a bad spot where she has to be nice to Fessy. She can't drop him. Even if she wants to, even if she wants to vote against that side, she's probably going to have to tell Fessy he's not going to be happy about it, you know, because you don't want him to say anything about that and out you. I mean, the worst thing for Bailey would be to be backdoored because then her, she, her power couldn't do anything. And, you know, if, if he outs her at that point, that would be terrible. Uh, So I do feel a little bit uneasy. However, I'm asking myself, has she played any worse than people? Sorry, I just spit all over my microphone. Then people like Rachel, the answer is no. I think she she's played about the same game as Rachel has this past week. So I would give her a seven. Uh, 
I feel great about Bailey. I feel like uh, I talked about with Tyler that I think that there are two people that are head and shoulders above the rest right now. And I think that Bailey is that other person. Um, I think that especially the the uh, her adaptability this week to know that uh, that to vote, even though she's been wanting Caitlin out to know that maybe siding with the other side and getting rid of Rockstar, especially on a week where she might not even go home. Uh, it really puts her in a great spot. It puts her in the middle of two alliances um, where the level six side feels very good with her and those women from level six especially rachel and angela uh could at some point see bailey as their opportunity to turn on the men in level six so even though they don't trust her right now even though she's at the bottom of that alliance right now that doesn't matter because she can survive in that spot for a long time there are plenty of other people to get out for now especially if she's taking jc's spot which i've talked about before i thought was a really good spot um and so I think that this is really positioning her well. I do also like that she is now Scotty's biggest ally, it seems. Um, Scotty is giving her the most amount of information. He's one of the, uh, you know, say what you will about what this means for the house, but one of the people in the house that knows the most about what's going on, uh, even though he obviously doesn't realize how much Rachel is coming after him. Um, and he's one of the best people to bounce ideas off of. He's also good at competitions. He's going to protect her in that sense. He's also going to be, uh, I think, easily influenced by her, which I think is going to be very good moving forward. Forward. So uh, also, again, add on to the fact that she has a power, a very powerful power, the, the most powerful power in the house. And I think that all adds up to, uh, you know, easily one of the best positions in the house. I would even go as far as to say she's in a better spot than Tyler, just not quite uh, quite enough better to get her a full point higher. Um, but I, you know, if, if I had like, uh, it was, it's like eight point something, then her eight point something is higher than Tyler's eight point something. Um, so I'm going to give Bailey an eight out of 10. Um, and that is my view on Bailey. Uh, I had previously given her a seven. So I have gone up. The audience last week gave her a seven and this week a seven once again. And, uh, barely a seven too um that's uh 6.5 there um so the audience uh staying consistent uh again this uh, i don't again i don't think this would have influenced it this much but uh there's definitely a possibility that we had these kind of like people trying to game the system uh had sort of inflated the vote pri prior to this so um we'll see uh we'll see how that affects things moving forward um so bailey at seven dollars right now staying consistent with her previous price Let's move on to Scotty, who we had kind of fallen down on uh, last week. But this week, I don't know, maybe things are looking back up for Scotty. I personally feel like they, they have. But uh, but Melissa, how do you feel? Um, I feel better about Scotty. I mean, last week I was very concerned for him. I mean, when he was HOH, I was really worried about what the fallout from that was going to be. And, you know, I, I didn't know how the house was going to um, maybe accept him back in or not, who knows. Um, and he's really just like slid back under the radar this week. So I've, I think he's done a really good job. And now that he's kind of teamed up with Bailey, I think that that's a good thing for him. Um, and I also feel like he's one of the few people who seem to kind of know well to recognize who the strong players are. So um, that's something that I think uh, it has been good. I know I keep cutting out. I'm sorry, guys. Um, Anyway, this has been a tough day for me and my podcasting, but uh, I, I'm going to go up with Scotty and give him. Did you get that? Was that, was that no. a six? 
A six. All Gosh right. darn it. Oh, we need that, oh, we need that so fund me. We need, we need the GoFundMe for that. For I will buy one. I will figure out a way to do this. But this has been a tough podcast. Everyone's like, why is Melissa so quiet? It's like, because I literally don't know when I can talk or when I shouldn't talk or what. So sorry about that, everyone. Now you know what it's like to be a robot. That's, I that's guess. probably yeah. how Sam felt. Now I feel like Sam. Yeah. Uh, I get it. Uh, I also gave Scotty a six this week. I was very down on his position last week. I gave him a three before uh, because I felt like he was in a very bad spot with the move that he made. Um, he was still lying to Faute at the time. They weren't trusting him. He was making a big move against level six and against Tyler's wishes. Um, and I felt like this was all leading to a very bad position for Scotty. But I feel like Things are looking up this week. Some stuff happened that really just took the spotlight right off of Scotty between Brett and the Rockstar thing. And then uh, Sam winning the HOH, which was fantastic for him because she was one of the few people who would never put Scotty on the block because she loves him so much. Uh, and he was lucky that how much he felt betrayed by her never got back to her because she certainly would have felt uh, uh, upset if she found that out. Um, and then between now Sam using the uh, like all this all this drama with Sam and then the power and now this split vote and it's looking like he might follow Bailey alongside her uh, to get on the correct side of this vote so he would probably be uh, in a decent place with Caitlin um, the only person he really needs to worry about I think is Rachel um, and you know, Rachel might be influential for the level six people and I think she is also one of the more likely people to win HOH so I think that is a, a, a great danger for him and it's why he's not higher for me but I feel like he has definitely bounced back and uh, and I do feel good about him moving forward so I gave him a six Brent how about you I I also gave him a six and I also gave him a three last week and I have doubled on him since then I think coming clean to Bailey was so great and it's something that a lot of people don't do in the house like I I think there was a moment in time where Caitlin could have owned her vote during week one and said you know I did this, but she ne- like she told a few people, but she never really owned it. It was sort of like passing the buck while well, Tyler told me this and there was this power like she never owned it. And I feel like if you own your stuff in the Big Brother house, it's always better than if you don't. And, and Scotty, I know that Bailey already knew that he was the one who uh, did not vote for Swaggy that said he did. But to actually tell her. I think was a really good move because as you noted on the podcast, Taryn, that would have always been something in their way. If they wanted to work together long-term, she would have always worried about that. So I was glad to see that. Also, I will say this, that I know that we have dogged many people on this podcast, Tyler, about this stupid uh, plan he had to not come clean after the vote that he was definitely going to be outed. Brett's stupid plan, Scotty's stupid plan. But I will say this, that in a house, where there, where there is drama on a daily basis, it gives you a lot more freedom to play more messy because people, it's almost like the political world we live in. Like, I mean, this isn't a political commentary by me, but it's just more of a, <laughs> a, a like, a, just the way I look, I see things in the world. I do think that uh, there's so many things that happen with the current president of the United States that it's almost like you don't know where to look. And I do feel like in some ways, the Big Brother house is kind of like that. There's so many things happening in it and so much drama happening that some of the like minutia about well who voted for who during week two just sort of even though you think that's a big mm-hmm. deal like it ends up getting lost in the shuffle because there are so many other things to worry about so that's why i feel like that some people are going to continue to get away with what ordinarily would probably be a bad move so i feel great about scotty's chances 
uh, I do worry about him and Rachel. That's so odd that she carries that uh, Steve Moses bias with her. But uh, other than that, I feel great. So I gave him a six. All right. Yeah, I was looking at the stock holdings and uh, and then all of a sudden Brent was talking about politics and I was like, wait, what's going on? I was just go? having a, I was having no, a conversation no, I, yeah. with a friend like, you know, like uh, that's the thing with the uh, with uh, the, the president that you just there's so much stuff happening. You just don't know where to look sometimes. Mm-hmm. That's why people forgive so much of it, because there's just so much of it. You know, and yeah, it's not, like, not like one big scandal. There's just like, you know, 20 scandals. So it's like, ah, just more of the same, you know? Yeah. No, I agree. That's totally what it's like in the house. And and it's very different from last season. So like if anyone last season, if any of these plans had tried to happen last season, I mean, that would have been like the talk for like the entire season. So, um, you know, it, it's very different gameplay this season. And we can't really judge it based on you know, what's normal in the Big Brother house or what's not. And I feel like we have to be more like, clearly this stuff doesn't matter. Like, there's just so much going on that it doesn't matter who voted for who. Like, literally, it seems like week one is so long ago and forgotten, you know, and week two is so long ago and forgotten. It's just every week, the previous week kind of gets pushed to the side because there's new things going on. Yeah, just really quickly, like I just watched uh, the season 19 finale again. And there was the point in time where Julie said, well, you know, Paul, you weren't the only one who was sneaky. And then like she showed the goodbye messages with Josh and everything. And Paul's you know, mouth was on the floor and shaking his head. And uh, like if something like 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 all of the stuff that's happening in the house right now, like there's so much messiness and so many things that are going to get back to people. Like it just reminds me of how much that didn't happen last mm-hmm. year, because if Josh had ever tried to tell people on the way out of the house, Oh, by the way, we're in an alliance together. You know, I'm working with Christmas right now. That's, that's why we had to get rid of you. He would have been targeted by Paul, or at least he you know, would have gotten a stern talking to and maybe scared the shit out of him. But this season, everybody just, they're playing hard and they don't care. And it's really, really wonderful to see. Yes. All right. So last week, the audience gave Scotty a six. They were by far the highest on him last week. I gave him a three last week. Yes. Wow. Where were you guys? <laughs> they were uh, they were much higher on him uh, this week. They also gave Scotty a six. So they never wavered. They uh, they were always confident in Scotty. Um, so <laughs> that's going to be Scotty's price for the week. Straight sixes all the way around. Um, all right. Let's go to Brett, who uh, had a very interesting week this week. Brent, how do you feel about Brett's game? I don't feel great about it. I, I, I think that overall, he's probably going to be the first or second target. In fact, I think he's probably going to be the first. Well, no, I'll say first or second target of many people on the Faute side of things. I think they give him far more credit than he deserves. Um, and I do feel like that he's going to ultimately be seen as threatening by the women in the alliance if it ever gets to that point. I mean, if level six remains somewhat intact moving forward. I do feel like the Rachels and Angels of the world will look at Brett before they ever look at someone like Tyler. Uh, so uh, I don't feel great about him overall. He, I will say carried himself with a lot of decorum, you know, amongst the whole lie with Rockstar and all the stuff that she was doing with him. Uh, so I did feel good for him uh, in that respect, but overall I don't like what I'm seeing from him and I don't like his chances in the game. So I did uh, I think I went down. I gave him a four. I don't know if that was down from last week or not, but uh, last week uh, you gave him a six. 
Okay, sorry. Yeah, I gave him a four this week. I, I don't, I don't, don't feel great overall. I do feel like he'll be targeted sooner than later. I see him as jury number juror number one or two. All right. I I felt I feel better about Brett than I did last week. Uh, last week I gave him a four. Um, I feel like I I learned some things about Brett that he is a little bit cooler under pressure than I might have yeah. expected. Uh, he's uh, surprisingly a better liar than I would have expected. And uh, and also like the Brett is a mastermind stuff is definitely still in people's heads. But he definitely does have less of a target on him than he did when Winston was still in the house. And I think that's all all good stuff for. Brett so uh, I went up from a four to a five for Brett I still think he's one of the biggest targets in the house and that's not great for him it's hard to see him making it all the way down to the end before getting picked off uh, but uh, but I so I have him at a five here Melissa what do you think yeah um, I'm, it's hard for me to determine how I feel about Brett right now because I feel like he handled the rock star situation or when she was like coming out with the pots and pans, like pretty well, he handled the aftermath pretty well. He made her look really bad, but at the same time, like he started that whole thing. Uh, and I don't know really necessarily if he needed to, but then at the same time, he did create a big target out of rock star. So I I'm, I'm struggling to understand like whether that was good or bad. Um, and it's hard to say just yet whether it's good or bad because there's so much other things going on, like we talked about. Um, so yeah, I do think that he's still considered a big threat and I think that people are still going to come after him and he's still a target. So even though maybe he painted a target on a rock star, he didn't quite get rid of the target from himself. So I'm just going to keep him out of five. All right. The audience last week gave Brett a four. Uh, they were not very high on Brett. It, I mean, he might have uh, it, it might have been looking like he uh, had. The, no, we, we knew that Winston was going to go at this point last week, but they, they were down on Brett last week. They gave him a four this week up. By two points to a six, uh, the audience much higher on Brett this week. Um, they must uh, they must feel bad for him and his micro penis. well i think part of it is that they don't have as much hate for him as maybe they did i mean like i know a week ago i was looking at you know brett and winston like you know these two doofuses and you know i'm looking at rockstar like a queen a week later i'm like you know he's not such a bad guy and she can kind of be a little bit of a bitch so like i mean like the, the the lines are blurred a little bit for me i mean just so you guys know i i love rockstar but she you know she was a little bit saltier than I thought she would ever be about that. And really it's like, it was a like what I want. I wanted to just shake her at one point and go like, girl, it's a game. Like it's yeah, a game. She Stop thinking about it personally. So yeah. She's just holds on to stuff. My God. Anyway, yeah, really. I, it made her look really bad. Yeah. Just really bad. All right, let's move on to our final person here, Casey, uh, who uh, I think uh, for me has just remained consistent, continuing to prove uh, her worth in this house. Uh, Still have the same worries as I have previously. I don't know if the killer instinct is there, but she is very good at what she does. She's been very effective at pulling Bailey over. Um, So, uh, you know, if if the vote ends up coming down uh, against Rockstar, I think that Casey is probably the person most responsible for that um and so i am going to remain consistent with casey and give her a seven once again uh i feel like she is the uh the the best uh like non-mover and shaker in the house and she's gonna be there for a while uh so uh melissa how do you feel about casey uh yeah i feel the same way i think she's doing a good job um i think that uh i 
think she's probably Tyler's closest ally in the house, which is good for her. Um, and she also has the um, level six girls um, as well as level six generally. And she's also seems to be making friends with the other side of the house. Everybody's consistently said good things about her and that they really like her and that nobody wants to get her out. They don't want to target her. They they think of her in a very positive way, um, which I think is very good for her at this point. Um, so I'm going to give her a seven. Yeah, I gave her a seven last week and I'm going to stick with it this week. I feel great about her overall. In fact, if you, you know, made me pick a winner right now, I think she's probably it. Uh, I think she carries herself very well in the Big Brother house. I think she has enough strategy, enough personality, uh, enough wherewithal about her. I know that Taryn has worried and I have worried about the killer instinct in the past, but I saw her perform during that endurance competition. And she really looked like she knew what she was doing up there. I mean, she she was she was in it to win it uh, until Caitlin fell off. And so uh, I, 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 I do like the audacity of her where she uh waited for caitlin to fall fall off and you could tell in the even in the editing like she fell off right away i mean it was like caitlin and then casey like i mean so she basically told caitlin like you know hey you know like i i was just holding on i mean she can try to say oh i just it was happenstance that i fell at the same time but that's all she cared about so i i, I like that kind of ballsiness so i feel good about her i probably would give her an eight if she was a little, little bit more entertaining but uh <laughs> sorry all right uh so the audience last week gave casey a seven this week a little bit lower a little lower on casey they gave her a six this time um they've gone down maybe uh maybe her visibility maybe the spike from last week uh, the excitement has died off a little bit um but uh but casey has gone down with the audience to a six but her price will remain there at a seven uh so there we go that is the finalized stock watch uh numbers here the, the the numbers have been finalized uh and now it's time to buy some of these people or sell if you if you want to sell at this point um you know uh, brent currently holds three shares of rockstar it is possible that rockstar leaves the game thursday night and he could lose all of that uh so uh we'll, we'll start with you brent uh are are, are you going to hold on to that rockstar stock or are you going to try and get whatever it's worth uh out of it well, considering if we sell it back, we only get half of what it's currently priced at, right? Is that yes. it? Is that how, is that how it so works? So you would okay, get cool. $1 per... I, uh... Yeah, because it's at $2 right now. Exactly. It's not even worth it at this point. Uh, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep my lottery tickets in Rockstar. <laughs> uh, I, 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 I'm almost inclined to sell one of them because I don't think either one of you would ever buy... You know, <laughs> I don't think you would ever try to buy them, but I can also see in you like later on down the line, you might take a flyer on her. So I'm, I'm going to stick with all three of those. Um, and I'm actually going to buy some Casey stock. Uh, so you can put me down for one Casey stock at $7. I do not currently own any. Taryn does own one uh, share of Casey stock. So that will leave us tied for the moment. Uh, and I'm also going to buy that. This is, I, this is crazy. I know, but uh, I'm going to buy some Caitlin stock. Oh. Uh, I know. Right. Uh, Taryn also owns Caitlin stock. So I'm going to buy some Caitlin stock as well. I'm not trying to mirror everything that you're doing, but uh, <laughs> that's just sort of happenstance at this point. I, I'm definitely not buying Tyler, which you have. And uh I'm trying to decide if I wanted to buy anything else. Let's see. That leaves me with uh, trying to look at. So that's seven and $2. So that leaves me. 
I had 18, so that would leave me with $9. Okay, so I have $9 left, and I think I'm just going to leave it right there. So that's that's all the purchasing I will be doing, Pat. Back to you. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Melissa, have you decided? Um, yeah, I'm going to buy a Casey stock. Okay. I like what she's doing, and I want to buy some stock. Everyone copying my uh, my week one Casey purchase. Uh, I was okay, I was in on okay. that early. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that is that all you're gonna do, or are you gonna do uh, anything else? Um, gosh. Well, I, so you, uh, you I have seven dollars. Yes, left, you have seven dollars right? left. You started with fourteen. You just spent seven. Um. Nope. I think I'm just gonna do that. All right. $7 in the bank. Taryn, you currently have $20 left. So you have the most out of all of us going in because I started the week with $18. We, we just for everybody who's playing along, we uh, have the money that we have left over from the previous week, which has to be $10 or under. And then when we, whenever we go into a new week, we get 10 more dollars. So Taryn had $20. I had 18. Melissa had 14. Uh, and we have, now done our buying. Taryn has twenty dollars. He has to spend at least ten dollars. And uh, what are you going to do? Um, well, you know, you guys, uh, you know, you're you're trying to you're trying to match me at Casey. So I think I think I'm going to pick up another Casey, and then I'm going to fill out the rest of that ten dollars with uh, with a three dollar Fessy stock, um, and uh, and then uh, I'll, I'll stop again at ten dollars. And uh, and hold out there. So I'll, I'll maintain the lead with uh, with Casey and then uh, just pick up one of those cheap Fessy stocks. You never know. You never know. There's uh, no way he's winning this game. I'm come on. Like, I mean, I'll have a bridge to sell you. Yeah. <laughs> you just bought a Caitlin. So uh, what are you going to do? I know. I know. Um, yeah. All right. So uh, so there's the stock watch for the week. Um, there were some bonus questions, but I also want to, again, shout out the uh uh, Christina Z's uh, stat pow- uh, presentation thing. Uh, check her out on Twitter. Um, she she tweeted this out. It's very interesting. Lots and lots of uh, very interesting stats. Um, there's uh, these uh, these rankings in terms of uh, the average rating so far. Um, like I said, Brent's is interesting. Uh, Haley and Rachel are at the top of Brent's uh, ratings right now, followed by Bailey, JC, Brett, Casey, and then Tyler at seventh, uh, and Scotty at eighth. That's uh, that's how. Uh, Brent has things. I have Tyler, Haley, Brett, Casey, Rachel, Bailey, uh, JC, and Scotty. These are going to change for this week, uh, but uh, just just some interesting. Or sorry, that was Melissa's ratings, not mine. Uh, well, I didn't even listen to them. <laughs> you, you, you have access to this too. Lots of interesting stuff uh, in terms of uh, you know who had the highest price uh, stock price when when they were HOH, when they were nominated, when they were evicted. Who's lost the most amount of money? Who was the biggest steal in the draft? Uh, that was JC by Brent. Uh, the oh, biggest flop was uh, obviously Winston by me. Um, uh, <laughs> that shouldn't be surprising, but it's uh, it's it's played out in the numbers. So and it's all very uh, pretty and, and visually interesting. So I highly recommend checking this out. Um, and really? uh, yes, so let's also uh, let's let's get out of this uh, this view here and go back. Uh, by the way, I was really really quickly because uh you know if people listen to this in the archive they're gonna have a question about it because the chat is going berserk about it or they were going berserk about it when i bought caitlin's stock they don't understand how i basically i'm buying the people that i give a low rating to well i mean i'm trying to evaluate their games in a vacuum like how are they doing and then i'm looking at well you know if 
things fall right. Basically, I have a, a, a universe of people that I think can probably win the game and then a universe of people that if things go exactly right, they could win the game. And I feel like last year, if things go exactly right, Josh wins the game and he did um, like Rockstar would be in that category. Like, I feel like if things go exactly right for her, she could win the game, but there are other people that I feel a little bit better about. And even though I share your distaste for work, what Caitlin has done to her game this point at through this point, I do feel relatively good. If like, if it turns around, I feel good about her long-term. She could also go out in a week and a half. You know what I mean? So that's why I, bought her but the chat doesn't seem to understand why like they're just like how is he buying her like what i do like um michael's um comment in the chat that said brent had a hit and uncle lou said to buy caitlin (laughs) (laughs) all right uh there were also some bonus questions on the form for the stock watch this week um i asked uh the first one was how would you rate this season overall so far uh one out of ten and uh the audience has rated the season a nine out of ten so far uh and so i think this is going to be an interesting thing to track week to week we'll see if it goes up or down as we go along but uh i'm pretty on board with that rating i think that uh it's been a very good season and i think that uh that most people agree most of the ratings are nines and tens um so uh great great season so far the audience is liking it um i also asked who is your favorite player um which I, I also asked last week. Um, last week, Tyler was in the lead with 35% of the vote. Um, I did not remove any votes from this category, so uh, this is not corrected or anything like that. Tyler uh, is still in the lead this week. His numbers have actually improved. He had uh, 39% of the vote this time. Um, and uh, last time, Bailey was in second with 11%, uh, and she is uh, still there at 11%. Um, and then uh, I believe it was Haley in third with nine percent and uh, Haley's in third again with 10 percent. So uh, for the most part, uh, people are remaining the same. They uh, they have their favorites and uh, they're sticking with them. Tyler has grown a bit. But uh, but apart from that, it looks uh, pretty consistent here. Any surprises, uh, Brent? Anyone you want to know who uh, what their percentage is? I would be interested to see how Scotty is doing because I I have a feeling that many people in the audience probably like him because he targeted the bros. But on the other hand, we didn't feel necessarily good about his overall game last week. So uh, what's going on with him? Scotty is, it looks like in fourth place with 8% of the vote last week, he had 7% of the vote. So he has gone up a little bit. Um, but, uh, but you know, not, not, not anything crazy, but he he has gone up a little bit. Sam dropped. Did Sam drop? That's a good question. <laughs> um, let's see. Week three, Sam had 5% of the vote. Um, week four, Sam has, oh, this has definitely dropped, uh, 2.7% of the vote. So uh, basically, Sam's uh, Sam's numbers have dropped in half. Uh, people who, who she was their favorite last week, half of them have decided no more. <laughs> Sam is no longer my Yikes. favorite. Yes. What are the bottom? Bottom three. The bottom three, it looks like. Oh, wait, uh, let, me, let me try to guess. Okay. Wait. So uh, I'm going to say, oh, 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 who are the, like, the three most unpopular people that people would never vote for? I think Fessy. They, they would, no, I think they would vote for. I think people like, some people like Fessy. I would say Angela, um, Casey. They liked her last time. Yeah, maybe. Um, and 
uh, how I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> you are correct uh, with I'll Angela. Say- Angela? Did you say Brett? Yeah, Brett. Uh, Angela has 1.8% of the vote. She is the third from last. Okay. Uh, Fessy is, in fact, uh, second to last at 1.2% of the vote. Good job, Melissa. Yeah. Uh, or sorry, uh, Fessy was the lowest uh, at one point. Oh, lowest. Okay, I skipped. Wow. I skipped uh, one. Um, this one is kind of crazy, actually. Uh, Rockstar, second to lowest person here, one point five percent of the vote. She has dropped considerably. Wow. She had seven percent of the vote last week. So oh, yes. uh, people are jumping off of the Rockstar. That is not train. good. Yeah, yeah, not I, good at all. I just. I, uh... <sighs> Well, I don't know why I'm, I, I just, I was really like, I expected her to be more of a, like a, yeah, bitch, queen, yeah, like give it to him, serve it to him kind of girl in the house, not a complete crazy person. I think that's the difference. Like I wanted her to like, you know, give him everything that she had and she took that and like went a hundred times that. So yeah, I, I you know, I never expected that's- that from her. Yeah, plus I felt like it was all very emotional and it was like emotionally charged. It wasn't like, you're wrong and I didn't do that and I'm coming at you because you're wrong. It was like, why would you do this to me kind of stuff? Like, and it just, it was weird the way she then went about it. Like, you know, with the whole, like, I'm going to do pots and pans and all that sort of stuff. Like, I feel like it just, it it's not what I was hoping for with her. I felt like she could have been a bit smarter about it um, and instead just created like, a ruckus yeah the the chat is pointing out how dare they the audience do this to rockstar on her daughter's birthday week unbelievable oh boy um you uh you <laughs> mentioned brett brent uh brett's numbers have actually uh, almost tripled from two percent to almost six percent uh okay. this week so uh yeah brett's- reddit Loves him. Yes, Brett's popularity has gone up. Um, looks like Caitlin is uh, pretty consistent. She hasn't lost anyone, um, so that's uh, that's okay. that. I think uh, I think everyone else is pretty pretty consistent. I don't think there are any other major changes that I'm seeing. Um, uh, Winston was uh, was the lowest uh, last week, but he wasn't on the poll this week because he's gone. Um, so I also asked. What side of the house are you rooting for? Um, and I put uh, the Faute side, the level six side, and then a third option, which is I am a proud Fancy Fencerton. Um, <laughs> so you don't you don't care. You don't uh, either. You don't care or you like them both or you hate them both or whatever. Um, you're a Fancy Fencerton uh, with 44 percent of the vote in first place. Level six seems to be the most supported alliance. Wow. I was a bit surprised about that. I'm very surprised by that. But what's even more surprising is in second place with 33% of the vote, I'm a proud Fancy Fencerton. The good I'm not third surprised. of the audience, yes. Well, I mean, I'm the, not the, surprised about the Fancy Fencerton thing, but I'm surprised that people aren't rooting more for what is basically the underdog team. Well, I think we are. It's just that they've consistently shown that they're going to disappoint us. Like it like it's like um, I can't remember who was saying this on the feeds. I think it was Bailey who said, you know, my mama, my mama always tell me when people show you who they are, believe them the first time. And I feel like in some ways, Falte has shown us who they are. They're a bunch of complete knuckleheads and they can't work together. However, I was going to push back on that notion a little bit and say, in some ways, I do understand where they're coming from because level six has had it easy. Every vote has gone their way, the way that they wanted it to go. Mm -hmm. And so they know we're all 
I, I, I use this phrase a lot. I like it Rob, when Rob says that the bodies are buried. They know what happened during week one. They know what happened during week two. They know what happened during week three. The, the Fauci side of things, they still don't really know any of that. And so I think if they just had one week where things went the way they were actually supposed to, like if, if uh, Bailey and Scotty hold strong this week and they vote with them and it, and it is a five to five vote, I think they can believe in each other a little bit and trust each other. But right now that's just not possible. And so I feel like in some ways we're, we're, we're the people in the poll, and I don't know. This, I I didn't vote, so I'm not going to speak for everybody. But I'll say that I feel like, in some ways, I sort of respect Level Six's game at this point because they're playing better. Even though, probably in my heart of hearts, like in my dream world, I would love for somebody from Falte to win. Well, yeah. the, the thing is, is that it only takes one to mess up an alliance. Like, <laughs> so I feel like, you know, you've got level six over here who everyone's pretty strong and that they've just been able to like power through and not have anything go wrong and everything's great. And Faute, you know, for the most part, they were pretty loyal to each other when it came to like uh, Swaggy. I felt like Swaggy and Bailey and uh, and I felt like Haley and Rockstar and Fessy, they were going to be loyal to each other. At least I felt that way. Then you've got Caitlyn who, you know, destroyed all that. And I feel like it's hard now to pick up the pieces and be like, okay, we're going to all trust each other when every single week something's gone awry. And Caitlyn has even shown that you can't trust your own alliance because she backdoored Swaggy. So it's like, it's easy for them to be like, I don't trust any of you. And it's hard to move forward as a unit if you can't trust anybody. So like, I see where they're coming from. But but at the same time, it's like, I don't necessarily think that it's um, level six's game prowess that is as, you know, making them be something. I think that it ruined by one person. Yeah, uh, uh, Zuma in the chat points out uh, that a lot of it is probably Tyler. Uh, if he goes level six support would probably drop. And that does make a decent amount of sense. Tyler getting about 40% of the vote for favorite player. Uh, level six getting about 40% of the vote for yeah. uh, the, the alliance that the people are supporting. Would not surprise me if most of those votes for level six came from the same people that support Tyler. Um, Faute got uh, 22%, about exactly half of the amount of uh, votes that Level 6 got. Um, so very interesting because I do feel like the Faute supporters are a bit more vocal, um, <laughs> but uh, but they are... Uh, you oh, know, I know what I wanted to ask you. Number. Yes. By the way, I like uh, Jorge's uh, uh, number for, or a uh, name for them. He calls them Falte. Falte. <laughs> <laughs> in the chat um so if i was like like let's say i'm Haley and i win hoh or anybody from from the falte side of things wins hoh i you want to know what's going on in the house i mean just tell me if you hate this plan taryn so I, if i was hoh and i could take over for a day for whoever wins it i would basically pull brett upstairs and say okay look i'm thinking about nominating you um but I will not if you tell me what happened last week. Like, you know who voted for you to stay last week because you made that speech. And so you you had to expect who was going to vote with you. Nobody ever votes one way or the other unless they're expecting certain people to vote with them. You know, whenever somebody like Casey comes to you and says, oh, I haven't even thought about how I'm voting this week. That's a lie. That is a lie. And you know it. So, like, why doesn't somebody like pull him up there and say, you know, if you tell me what's going on and who you were, you know, getting support from, I won't nominate you this week. But then couldn't Brett just say, uh, 
well, Rockstar must have voted for me. Like, that was what I Well, that's heard. obviously a lie, and I would call him out on that, saying, you know, <laughs> look, you're not going to out somebody right ahead of the vote who you think is going to be on your side. Like, and I, and, and I, if he tried anything like that, I would just say, look, I'm, you're going to be eligible for nomination because I yeah. don't really trust you right now. Basically, I would pull up all the people who I think are against me and say, whoever tells me what I want to know first, I'll take you out of the bag, but everybody else, I'm just going to put you in a bag and draw two people out, and those two people are nominated. So if you want to save yourself right now, save yourself. <laughs> Hopefully. And if you say to Brett, you you just have to say to Brett, if you say Rockstar, you're going on the block. Yeah. If you say Rockstar voted for you, you're on the block. So you're basically saying uh, do what Kayla did in Big Brother Canada 6. Mm, Yeah. I <laughs> um, all right. People were asking how many people responded to the poll. About fifteen hundred uh, responses good. this time. So yes, that's uh, great. Good portion. I mean, like, no offense, because like I remember when I when I um, went to do the poll, like you had to like make sure you're like signed into Google yes. or something in order to do it right. So I was like, maybe you get you might get like a hundred responses or something. So that's really good that you're getting fifteen hundred. Yeah. Uh, I mean it is unfortunate that you have to sign in to Google, but otherwise I have no way of preventing people from vote- right. voting multiple times. Um, right, 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 but right. yes. Uh good good amount of responses here. Uh I the final question, uh which hopefully will be more interesting uh data for future weeks because this week doesn't really matter as much. But I did ask uh who do you want to be evicted this week now that we do have the final nominee nominees here um and this was split almost exactly down the middle uh for caitlin and rockstar caitlin had a very small lead for people that wanted her to be the one evicted uh 51 to rockstar's 49 percent um so very very split down the middle i'm assuming because the kate this is my assumption i assume the caitlin people want her to go because there will be more drama if she leaves and comes back and i'm assuming the rockstar people want her to go because uh uh, she was one of the least uh, popular people and they don't like her very much. <laughs> um, so uh, that would be my guess. Uh, anything surprising there, Melissa? Yeah, no, not really. I mean, at the same time, I would have had trouble answering that question because, you know, you, you know that they're going to come back. So it's not like, who do you want to leave the game? And if it was, who do you want to leave the game? I think my uh, my answer would be a little different knowing that they wouldn't come back. Right. So, yeah, like I said, hopefully uh, will that lead to more interesting data in the future. But for now, uh, about split in half. Uh, all right. That was all of the questions so far. Again, if you have any uh, suggestions for interesting questions, just let me know. Uh, tweet them at me, whatever you want to do. Um, and I might put them on. I, I think this is all very interesting stuff. So um, we'll, we'll keep it going. We do have some questions before we wrap this up. Um, just a, a few quick ones here. Um, Kimberly wanted to know. Why do you think production allowed Sam to tell everyone about her power? Um, we did have this discussion whether or not this would be uh, allowed. And uh, Brent, Brent, you did think it would be. I kind of hoped that it wouldn't. Um, and I thought that it wouldn't because surely they'd want their drama. But they did go through and allow through that and allowed her to say it. Why did they allow her to say it? I honestly I honestly am not sure. I guess I guess I think- go ahead. I think it's because they it's a bunch of uncertainty released into the house. Like if she affirmatively knew that someone was going to come back, I do not think they would have allowed her to say something. But the fact that there's so much uncertainty surrounding exactly what it is. Well, it's a chance. So what does that mean? Is it a battle back? Can Swaggy come back? Can Winston come back? I mean, Bailey is like in, in part at least or she was weighing her vote on 
whether or not Swaggy could come back into the house. I know today she has seemed to move on from that, but uh, it does seem like it's a part of some of their thinking. So I do think that it's going to be implemented into the episode because production knows they have to face this head on. They can't go into Thursday's eviction uh, with, you know, who's going to go home tonight. It's basically who's going to be evicted, but will Sam's power save them? You know, they, they have to, face it head on. So I think in some ways they were glad for Sam to get it out of the bag so that the house guests can talk about it in the DR and they have somewhere to go with the episode on Thursday night. All right. Uh, Jordan wants to know, why does JC hate Rachel so much? And does she know that he doesn't like her? It's actually very interesting because JC secretly hates Rachel and she doesn't know about it. Rachel secretly hates Scotty and he doesn't know about it. It's like a chain of secret hate. Um, And uh, so, no, Rachel does not know about it. Why does JC hate Rachel? Uh, I I couldn't tell you any better than uh, why JC hates Rockstar, why he uh, I I, at least I know why he hates Caitlin. Um, But I think it's mostly because of a similar reason to Caitlin. She uh, had apparently told him that she, uh, you know, wanted to get with Brett. Uh, I don't think he likes that. I don't think he wants his men to in- interact with his women um it may it'll cloud their head they'll think with the wrong brain um and i think that uh, she's just generally annoyed him um he just doesn't like her on a personal yeah, she level she really annoys him yeah i also think that uh like what you said like i like i'm just looking at the people that really annoy the shit out of jc and they're all women like i don't know any guy that's really annoyed i know that in some ways fessy has yeah. gotten into it, a little bit of a tip with him but that's in some ways seems more like you know big brother little brother like i don't think there's any there there like i don't think they would ever target each other even though they are you know a little bit annoyed with each other right now so i i think like that's just part of who he is like he I think in some ways he's a little bit of a chauvinist too. Like he just like congregates to the guys more. And I don't know that he really feels, I don't know if he respects the women enough. I'm not sure. I don't want to speak out of turn about it, but I do, I do feel like there is a little bit something there. Who knows? Uh, Danny B wants to know, uh, can we do an in-depth analysis of why fans love Caitlin's messiness, but hated Raven's messiness. There's been a lot of these comparisons. Uh, is there a reason why Caitlyn is just a lot more fun than Raven? Uh, I personally feel like it's because Raven was not only messy against people that the audience was rooting for, but it was also messy in a way that was very boring, um, where like it didn't cause any drama. She wasn't, uh, you know, where Caitlyn's messiness, like, just really messes with Tyler's game, who is like the person that is kind of running the house. Uh, uh, Raven's messiness aided Paul's game. Uh, It made it easier for Paul. Um, And I feel like that's probably one of the key differences uh, in in my mind, at least. Melissa, do you have any thoughts? Plus, you know, Raven wasn't playing the game at all. She was just there. She was awful. Like, no, like, I mean, there's no comparison. Caitlin cares about the game. Caitlin wants to be there. Caitlin wants to play. Caitlin will do what it takes. And, you know, she's she's we she's totally unpredictable. Um, But but Raven just was lying about her own personal life and doing weird stuff. It wasn't it wasn't messiness because she was just so erratic with her gameplay. It was just messiness because she was just like 
telling a bunch of lies about her own personal life outside of the game. And it really wasn't about the game. If she was lying all the time about the game, like that would make maybe a little different, but she didn't care about the game. She just didn't care. And that, that's, yeah, I, I think that's the key distinction for me. I just, re- I just retweeted something actually from uh, Matt and Raven when they were talking with Paul, Paul was really annoyed with the hacks and Jessica using the hacks after he tried to talk her out of it. And uh, I mean, Paul has a little joke about it and you can see Matt and Raven both just like laughing their butt off over it. and it's so disingenuous and you i mean like you see how uh sanctimonious these people act uh just insofar as who they think deserves to be within the game and who deserves not to be in the game uh, it was just so hard to watch especially like the, the the worst part about raven to me was that there was never a viable path for her to get to the end that she showed me like her path was somehow her and paul with Matt and Matt was going to just step out at three. And yet Paul was good. Paul was going to take her to the end because she deserved it so much. I mean, I, I'm just that, like remembering yeah. all this and now I'm just like getting uh, right. So and, and like just- th- thinking, thinking about the reaction to Caitlin as well. I think that people were completely out on Caitlin uh, when she won HOH and it was like, Oh, she's just going to do what Tyler wants her to do. Oh this yeah. This is super boring. Everyone out. hated Caitlin. It was only when she started, uh, like trying to extort him sexually. Yes. That people that was started yeah, to like the day that you were. Yes. When you were on the live feed updates and you realized what was happening, that was the time where I think things flipped on Caitlin, where it wasn't all of a sudden, Oh, she's just a minion of Tyler. It was, Oh my God, like we've got a live one here, ladies and gentlemen, you know, like that's what it was. Like I saw the change in your expression when you were talking about Caitlin, it was like on Tuesday of that week, I think of her HOA train. And you were like, you know, like we're, I think it was a point in time where you saw that she had no intention of keeping swaggy. But then when she talked to Tyler, she was like, you know, well, I'm thinking about keeping swaggy, but you know, you could you know, talk me out of that if you give me some attention. I mean, she didn't say that, but that's basically what she was saying. And you were just incredulous about it. Like, like, like this is amazing. How is this woman doing this? And uh, I feel like that the audience in some ways kind of woke up along with you. Yes. Um, Ryan wants to know if you had to rank the three level six women by how much you enjoy watching them. How would you rank them? Um, oh, that's easy. Rachel, Casey, Angela. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty accurate. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, Matt wants to know when was the last time some we had something significant change during a nomination slash veto ceremony or live eviction? Is Big Brother getting more spontaneous slash survivory? Uh, I think the answer to this because they did uh, Matt did exclude uh, double evictions. Obviously, I think it's never. I don't think anything has ever mm-hmm. changed mid ceremony before, um, like it like it supposedly has this week. So. Uh, it would be great if if it started to move in that direction, because I feel like, um, you know, those ceremonies are so boring most of the time, unless something crazy like the <laughs> Brett thing happens, that it would be great well, if we saw more live it, stuff happening. It also depends on how you do it. I mean, if you, you know, foreshadow who you're going to nominate with a, you know, two minute soliloquy, I think you run the risk that somebody's all of a sudden going to get spooked and say something. Uh, on the other hand, if you just get up there and say, my replacement nominee is, Taryn. Well, you know, once you say that, then there's nothing that can be done. So I feel like Sam probably just yapped a little bit too much. JC 
rightfully got spooked and said something and in front of everybody, she felt a little bit of the pressure and decided to just go with the safe choice and rock star to make some people happy. And, uh, you know, I will, I'm, I'm interested to see it on Wednesday, but for those people who are saying that they're bending the rules, I do not believe that. I think, like I said, I think Tam, uh, Sam probably talked a little bit too much. She, she never actually said JC's name. And then because of that, you know, you're allowed to talk during the veto ceremony. People do it all the time. Like uh, people react to other people making speeches and stuff. And like, I mean, just because it's never that, just because that specific time has never been done before doesn't mean they can't. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it, it made me think of what happened to Swaggy and how, uh, you know, I, I think Swaggy, he could have stopped it. Right. Swaggy yeah. was asking Fessy, like, what's going on? Fessy was like, dude, this isn't good. And Caitlin was looking at Swaggy. She was full on tears. She couldn't even get the words out. And Swaggy just sat there in silence. And it made me wonder what would have happened if Swaggy had been like, Caitlin, don't do this. Don't yeah. do this. Please don't do this. Uh, I'm with you. Like, uh, you don't don't do this. She was in a fragile enough state. I could see that potentially working on her and then panicking and throwing somebody else up there instead. Uh, you know, I think this is something that any player, any future player has to consider now. And if yeah. you can tell that it's coming, try and stop it midway through. Uh, you know, you never know. You got nothing to lose, essentially. Yep. Um, yep, yep. So, yeah. Very, and, very and the only place you can really do that is at the veto ceremony because, you know, they already have it locked in with the nominations. So really the veto ceremony is the only time that you can kind of throw something out there and hope that it changes someone's mind. Yeah. Um, so very, very interesting. I will say there. on that point, I'm very interested to see how Tyler's cloud power works because I don't know, like let's say for the regular nomination ceremony, um, I, I I mean, is it is he going to sit in the cloud like when they're upstairs putting the keys in the box, or is he going to sit in the cloud like it, like what if they already have Tyler's key in the box? I would assume. Then, I would assume that like he's going to tell the DR, I'm going to sit in the cloud seat, and then when okay. they go to lock in nominations, he's going to be like, no, you can't do Tyler. Um, uh, well, that won't give them any. That's like, true. Uh, maybe maybe he does. Maybe he sits in the cloud seat, and then they're like, what's going on with the cloud seat? And he's like read out the nominations uh, and then his face appears on the board and then it's like, rah, rah, rah. you got to change it. <laughs> um, you know, who knows? I, I would love, I would love if they like his face appeared on the board and then like a little cloud came and just like took him away. Like that would be, <laughs> <Yeah. fun. laughs> that'd be cool. Um, right. Are we going to answer that question? I, I, I saw a question on Twitter to, to us that asking us if we would change our first draft pick. If it was like the same order, would we do a different first draft pick? Well, sure. I know someone would. I mean, Taryn would for sure, but who would you pick if you could change your first draft pick? Oh, I mean, I was between Winston and Tyler uh, in, in my, my first pick, and I decided to go with Winston because I felt like he'd be more stable. Um, that did not turn out <laughs> well, so <laughs> it would have been You'd Tyler. You'd pick Tyler. Yeah. Probably Rob would keep his as Tyler if he could keep his. Um, Brian, would you keep yours? I, I picked Rachel, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'd keep Rachel. Yeah. Yeah. And I was thinking like, I mean, obviously I would have picked, you know, Tyler or Rachel uh, at first, but I couldn't do that. So um, I uh, I would I would have changed my draft pick if my first available option, I would have picked Haley because. I didn't yeah, she end- fell to number eight, as I recall. She's on your team, right, yeah. Taryn? I, yeah, I, yeah. Managed, I that was the, that was my one good pick of the drafts. <laughs> yeah, so I would have picked Haley and then uh, and Casey still as my top two in that scenario. I wouldn't have picked Angela. 
I think I have Rachel and then I have as far as far as I can recall, I think I have Swaggy, Bailey, and JC. I remember I had like all a people of color except for Rachel. So like uh that was my team rainbow. Yeah, I, that's what I that's what yeah, I Yeah, I think that's yeah. what yours is. Yeah. All right. Uh any final thoughts before we wrap this up? Nope. I'm good. Just uh, can't wait to see what happens Aaron on Wednesday. Is, uh, Wednesday. Dwindling. Yes, exactly. I can't wait to see what happens on Thursday too, as far as this power goes. Yes. How how easy do they have to make the challenge? <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm very excited. Uh, I you know, I I I I can't I can't decide what I'm rooting for more. Uh, like Rockstar coming back because I don't know how. Like, will she come back with pots and pans, or will she finally cool down? Or would it be really entertaining to just watch her fail like an easy gimme puzzle? Um, uh, that would also be pretty fun to watch, I think. So I, I'm not sure what I'm rooting for at this point. But uh, <laughs> uh, it would also be very fun to watch uh, Caitlin go and come back. I actually I would I would not want to actually now thinking about it. It would be also <laughs> fun to watch Caitlin fail an easy gimme puzzle. So uh, <laughs> I, I, I think there's I, so many things they, they can't go wrong Thursday night, whether or not Caitlin or uh, Rockstar get voted out. I don't care whether or not they fail fail or or come back in i don't care i think no matter what happens it's going to be fun and entertaining so uh very excited about that the wednesday night episode should be very fun uh with the veto ceremony and everything that happens there and the fessy and the caitlin stuff um so excited for all of that i will of course be live tomorrow morning at 10 a.m eastern to update you on everything happening on the feeds today uh then tomorrow night after the episode, uh, we will have a recap and then the same for Thursday night as well. Um, and uh, I think that's all we've got for you. Uh, let me know if you have a hashtag in the uh, <laughs> hashtag Peggy did nothing wrong is uh, I'm seeing here. Uh, hashtag Peggy podcast. <laughs> yes, the person that Brent banned uh, for. I did not uh, ban oh, her. Okay, sorry. Uh, silenced um, yes. for, uh, <laughs> for praising me too much. I put it. I put her in detention i can only take so much taryn praising for, for the sake. record she has been apologizing all <laughs> podcast long in the chat um so. yeah, well, i know okay. embarrassed she is Again, oh, just to go back, i gave her a warning or two and said hey like lay off of that you're doing it a little too much like we're like I, I, when, when when every message is Karen, you're so great. I love you. You're amazing. I have such a crush on you. You're so cute today. The hair, the the beard, the the body, you know, everything. I'm like, honey, give it a rest is what I told her. And then she kept doing it afterwards. And so, bitch, I'm going to sit in detention for five minutes. Like, cool, cool your jets. And then you can come back and be with the rest of us. But, uh, I- you know wasn't a good look i think we have discovered definitively uh how brent would be as an hoh that's uh, right a mess i get the robe i'd be like natalie from big brother with the crown and sunglasses oh it'd be great all right (laughs) um so uh you can follow us on twitter if you want to vote in the uh in the poll for the stock watch make sure you're following me on twitter at armstrong taren um you can follow brent at one lucky gay and melissa is at it's melissa with three a's um so for brent and melissa i'm taren armstrong hashtag peggy did nothing wrong (laughs) we'll see you next time
Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.